What's going on, guys? This is Jack Freeman. This is the Jack, Jack of All Trades podcast. Um, this week, man, we got a great guest. Um, she's the homie. Um, we have Alicia Tillman, a.k.a. the Awkward Yoga Girl. And she, we talked about a lot of great things today. Um, we talked about her journey into starting yoga. Um, um, and at the age she was at and going to school and doing her thing. Um we talk about some of uh, her great experiences and some of the misconceptions about yoga and how we can overcome them, uh, how we can. And also we talk about inclusion in the yoga space and um, how we can get black folks and other people of color in the room to um, enjoy themselves and, um, and do yoga that um, in, in spaces that make them feel the most comfortable and most, and, um, and most appreciated, I guess. So uh, we talk about that. We talk about <clears throat> some of her good and bad experiences in uh, in yoga studios and what she's done uh, to change those things. We talk about uh, what else do we talk about? We talk about um, the the uh, two six five days and how much fun we had there. We talk a little bit about um, her doing yoga for athletes and how that comes about with football and, you know, these guys that come out here during football, after football season, after they didn't lost. Uh, we talk about our mutual disdain for the Dallas Cowboys. We talk about um, um, how yoga has definitely helped her and how fitness has definitely, um, you know, pretty much changed her life in certain ways. Um, we talk about Booker T's, we talk about Booker T's vest. We, you know, invested. He's he is. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we even had a pop up from Brad Gilmore. He just popped in. It was dope, man. So uh, it was a great show. It was one of my favorite shows. Um, I think our podcast just keeps getting better, man. So um, check it out. And uh, this is your boy. This is Jack Freeman. You are listening to the Jack of All Trades podcast. We're in our undisclosed location with my guy, Ryan Rocket. Um, before we get started today, make another announcement. February 20th, Chicago at the Promontory. Uh, tickets are on sale now um, at thefreemanbrand.com. February 22nd, New York City Vineyard. On Pier 26. Um, tickets are also on sale on the It's forward slash tour. It's going down. We in that thing. Thank you so much that the polar vortex is over. And now we can go back to regular cold for when I go out there in Chicago. So uh, we'll see you there. Uh, March, we got some announcements coming for South by Southwest. Um, 
I'd like to podcast during South by Southwest. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I, I want to I want to do that. Maybe I'll just like get a hotel room or something like that and like get some mics or something. So, um, yeah, got some got some things coming up for South by um, New Orleans. We're very close to going back to New Orleans very soon. It's going down. So, um, yeah, check that out. Also, get the album Define Love. It is on all streaming sites, and I also have vinyls for sale on thefreemanrand.com. Now, today, our guest today is a very special friend of mine. Um, we've known each other since uh, the second half of my college years. Um, she's a wonderful, talented person. Look, my show... I never told anybody the premise of my show. The premise of my show is basically I get my friends who are more interesting than me and I talk to them about the shit that's way more interesting than I have to talk about. Mm. So um, all of my friends just happen to be very talented. Some of my friends end up happen to be famous as, as hell. I wouldn't call this young lady famous just yet, but she's she's popping though out here. She's popping out here in these streets. Um, again, though, she's extremely talented person. Um, she's helped me more than she thinks she has in a lot of ways. So um, we've done a few cool events together. Um, I'm really happy to see her growth over the years. And uh, she's here today. She is the creator, the founder of um, the Trap Yoga and Tacos event um, she is the only yoga instructor that I actually go to see ever because her, her playlist be way better than everybody else's playlist. Um, she's an incredible person. So give it up for Alicia Tillman, AKA the awkward yoga girl. Hey, I was like, side note, you like my plays cause I play you though. You do. I don't ever want you to play me in my I, in my in amen. yoga. I play you a lot. I mean, but when you do it, I think what what it is is that like I would rather you just not tell me you're about to play it. Oh, I just want to make you feel awkward sometimes. That's the problem. That's because you you are you are um, very good at making me feel awkward in well, class. It's kind of a awkward yoga girl thing. It's kind it of is an awkward yoga girl thing. Yes. So. Um, we like to start our show by asking our guests um, how they're feeling mentally and physically and, um, you know, what they're doing to keep their their um, their positivity or if they're feeling bad, what's making them feel bad, mm -hmm. what are they trying to do to get out of it, um, all of that kind of stuff. Like, for instance, we um, I asked Slim this last year and he talked about um, – for the first time, like feeling anxiety. Mm -hmm. And we ended up talking for like an hour and a half about all the shit that like really kind of bothers him. <laughs> and I was not expecting to talk about I that. I feel like I should thug. go listen to that. You should. You should. He was like our third yeah. guest. It was oh, like yeah. episode three when we were still doing a uh, Brooklyn Athletic Club. Rest in peace of Brooklyn Athletic Club. Um, so yeah. Well, how, how are you? I'm actually really good right now. Um, mm, I like it. So for those of you who know yoga, it's clearly, it's still classified, even though it's not fitness, fitness, but it's classified in the fitness, I guess, brand or fitness industry. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and January is super high for people's utilization of fitness because they're like, I'm going to become a new person mm-hmm. at least for like three months. And then you go back to being new me. Yeah. The shitty person you were before. And yeah. I still love you all. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. <laughs> All right. So they're like, oh, December. Oh, my God. I was like, really? You know what? I'm going to start in January. And then they started January. And then I'm like, okay, you are you about this life? They're like, yeah, I'm about this life. And they're like, yeah, I'm I'm 2019. That's my year. That's my year. And then first class they come take with me, they like, 2020 going to be this. That's it. That's all me, bro. 2019 going to be the developmental year to get to 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the G League year. You know what I'm saying? It's the G League year. (laughs) It's the minor league year. (laughs) It's like like when the quarter drop, like all the mixtapes before the quarter. Yeah. Like 2020 going to be my quarter. You know what I'm saying? You've had a development deal for seven years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've been signed to Rock Nation. Yes, for my mixtape for my album. Bro. Yeah. About to yeah, go down. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, bro. yeah. So and so that's what it so I get an influx of people and then business is good. Of course we sorry this is one of our peak seasons. So we make a lot of money. Um which is great. And I get to see a lot of people and I love to teach yoga. So that's literally one of my favorite things to do in the world is to take and teach yoga and I get to teach it to new people. And I see some old people and it's just uh, some older people that I've that I've taught. And it's always just a great feeling because everybody's kind of on this kick that I usually am on, which is like, let's get back at it. Let's get into it. Let's get our Mm -hmm. goals together. Let's get let's get some stuff done. So it's kind of like everybody's on the same wavelength for a little bit of time. And so I try to Mm -hmm. enjoy it as much as possible. And then people fall off. And then people fall. You know, we all fall off sometimes. So I I fall off on just different stuff. So. So. Alicia. For those of you that have been to her yoga class and never really hung out with her, I'm the exact same thing. She's the exact same person in yoga class that she is everywhere else. Real shit, baby. Hold up. Hold up, baby. <laughs> you see, see what I mean? So, like, <laughs> like hey, this is this is how her classes go. Um, I asked. I told my mom. I was like, you know, she took your yoga class in New Orleans. Yeah. So she's like, I was like, yeah, I went to yoga the other day. She, I was like, you got to come. She's like, I need the beginner's class because <laughs> if they're going to be doing that stuff that we did that day, I don't know if I can. She's, is that the one that be doing all the cussing? <laughs> the one that <laughs> See, be doing yeah, all she the was cussing. like, okay, hey. all right. She's cool. She's like, she's like, but I got to have my boy there. And I said, who? Tubo? She's like, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They was out there thugging it Tubo out together. and my mother doing yoga. Next to each other in New Orleans was quite honestly one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. It was the great one of the greatest moments. It it was it was amazing. So um, yeah. So one of these days I'm going to drag my mom to your beginners class. Hey man, so I, can, I got something for her. She, she can come. align her chakras yeah. and <laughs> and whatnot. So um, yeah, man. I, we don't like I said we don't really have a like a script for this. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to ask you how your your life took you to here. To here. Yeah. Start with. It was a dark and stormy night in 1987. I was <laughs> just I playing. was I was just, hooping one day. Just play. Yes. Um. Okay. So we all live in our lives. Um. Um. I used to be pretty active. I played basketball for a while. Oh, long wall. That's one of my favorite. Still, one of my favorite things to do. And just like most people, you get knee injuries, you get injuries of some mm-hmm. so- some sort. So it all kind of stemmed Did from. Did you have a knee surgery? Yes. So I got a meniscus, and Ooh. then I got an ACL, but I never got it uh, repaired. 
but I've always had that kind of that kind of those injuries that kind of like have stayed with me. And I've mm-hmm. tried yoga before previously, um, and it nothing ever stuck because um, I always felt like an outcast in all of it. Like you you go mm-hmm. around and um, I'm I don't know if I can sound black, but yes, I am a black woman, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so. I always go and I'm always the token one. So it's like, I never feel comfortable around anything. It's always, mm-hmm. and it's foreign. You're always speaking this whole other thing and everybody's more flexible than I am. And I, it's just like, I don't really want to go. I never really just experienced something that. How old were you when you first took a yoga class? Um, when I first, first took a yoga class, yeah. was probably, that was probably like high school. And then college was the ones that were like, um, they were like, go to, go to this yoga, go to this, go to this. You need to start getting into it, get flexibility. And I was like, that's just suck. Like so, literally, when I first went, it was this white chick that was uh, super skinny super long she's like a hippie and she was like guys just breathe in and there's like a gong and like i came through like jordan shorts and like i came through like a practice jersey and jordan shorts on <laughs> and like still wore my like nike socks and so i was where were like you playing at? let's start were you playing at u of h Mm-mm. no i didn't play at u of h i'm still not cool enough and good enough to play at u of h <laughs> which the funny thing is i play in a basketball league now with all girls from u of h and they still put with my ass Give yeah. them buckets. Yeah, I'm just happy to be. Yoga has changed my outlook on a lot of things. Meaning that, like, you know, when you like hoop at 24 mm-hmm. and you get hella competitive, yeah. and like niggas is out here playing for their life. Yeah. Like they out here just like this. I, if I don't get this win, be yeah, I'm about like that. We like yoga has taught dub. me. Like, well, we lost. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Anybody down for vegan corn dogs? <laughs> like that's that's how I feel. <laughs> vegan corn dogs. So where did you where did you play initially? So I played in. I just played in high school. And I was oh, so, going to play in college, but then I got uh, my ACL tear. Oh, so you so played then, at Side Creek. You might have maybe gotten a scholarship, and then you hurt your I got head. about six scholarships, and then I hurt that. And then I got a concussion in my last uh, game of the season in, in high school Dude. as I tore my— Who the hell were y'all playing? Well, we were playing in a field, and then this big girl just, like ran into me, and then I twisted my knee and landed on my head, so— I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's the clumsiest shit I've ever Thanks. heard in my life. <laughs> like, I feel really great about it. Thanks. <laughs> so, um. So yeah. So that's the whole thing. But yeah. So ultimately, uh, if I wanted to even try to play any type of college, I had to do a lot more rehabilitation about it, and then I ended up hurting myself again. And then I was just like, Jesus, you don't want me to play anything anymore. I, you know, you get the message. Mm-hmm. You're like Jesus. Okay, mm-hmm. I got, I hear you, B. Mm-hmm. So then I just got a regular job, right? Yeah. Regular job. Do your life. And then I went um, to a power yoga class. I went to a power yoga class, and it was like no music. It was hot. It was super sweaty. And it was like people were doing handstands and shit. And I was like, hey, yo, because I'm hella competitive. I was yeah, like, I can do that. Hey, yo, I'm going to do this shit better than you be. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I got muscles. Whatever. Like, yeah. let's go. Let's go, B. And so, like, I clearly could not do that. And yeah. And then I just started going. And the funny thing, I just had this competition in my mind with one girl who goes who went every time I went but turns out she was like a former gym like Olympic gymnast and like oh, coaches yeah like gymnast like that's her life yeah and she just holds handstands I'm like bitch I'm gonna be better than you like in my whole mind yeah I'm gonna take this whole to half yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no so <laughs> it's not gonna and happen. I really liked it and I it started in like a competitive kind of like I like it hot. It's athletic, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I just started noticing the mental benefits of it. Like I literally, like my entire life was like changing. And even from the sense of uh, like hair, like I'm one, I, you are, you know, my hair always was laid. Um, so I always had, I had long, yes. long hair, yes. uh, long hair that was mine. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, y'all. Yes. Uh, long hair that was mine. And one, if you have per- permed hair, 
Yeah, you, you, sweat it you out. and heat don't mix, mm-hmm. and so then it's like I had to kind of. It had real, you know, conversations in your head, like, bro, do I want to? You go do keep doing this. You go keep doing this, and honestly, the benefits of having of yoga was way more outweighing the benefits of pressed shiny hair. Yeah, so it's a uh, lot cheaper. Too. <laughs> yeah, it's way cheaper. <laughs> so it's like little things like that. The way I handle things, the way I would find breath, the way I would feel mentally, physically, mm-hmm. was just everything. And then I started bringing people to class. And I was just like, hey, man, just come with me. And a lot of my friends still played either uh, collegially or professionally or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing them. Like, hey, man, just like come try this. Like, yeah, this dude was dope, bro. Like, mm-hmm. And they would have hey, never yo, came. Hey, man, that shit was dope. And then <laughs> they would never come to yoga if I didn't tell them to come. Because they right. had the same thought process as I did about like mm-hmm. feeling like they the only one. Everybody showing up with Jordan shorts and uh, Nike Elite mm-hmm. socks. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So... We are all like, I remember one day I'm in the back row and I got like 10, 10 niggas with me, literally. Mm-hmm. Like two of my home homegirls and like 10 niggas in the back row of yoga class that I had somehow convinced them to come. Yeah. And like, I'm in the back like, hey man, your knee hurt. Like, hey, but put your foot right there. Don't do this one. Don't keep going. Nah, man, just move over. Yeah, hey, I see you, bitch. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. we in the back row. And I'm just like, I felt really good and they they loved it too. And I remember laying down a Shavasana. Shavasana, for those that don't know what that is, that is where you lay down and don't do anything. That's yes. the end pose. Yes. That's people's yes. face today. It's, it's the and I looked up and I was like, damn, I think this should be like my life. I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, you know, you just feel like mm-hmm. Jesus is calling you, telling you to do something. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right. So literally like went home after that and um, pretty much got went and found a yoga teacher training. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is after the had the whole Shavasana is pretty much where I have a lot of my big ideas. Yeah. I remember one uh-huh. day uh-huh, <laughs> laying down on my mat, and then one day I remember I cut off all my hair. Like that was when I cut off all my hair. Yeah. And I was like, man, I went home and I was just like, it was in the way, and it was just like now I'm at this point where it looked like a poodle, but it looked like uh, one of them dogs with straight hair in the back. It yeah. was just a real contrast of yeah, what's yeah. going on. There was a lot going on back then. Yeah. And so I remember cutting it. Like Lily went home and cut my hair off. And felt so much better afterwards. And then I just stopped. It, it was like uh, the, probably the biggest weight I ever let go. When girls talk about the big chop, they'd be mm-hmm. like, yo, I just, I feel so free. Yeah, bro. Hmm. You feel real, real free. But then it was like, it helped my yoga practice. I got shorter hair. I stopped really caring about those things. I really got started getting into like mm-hmm. what's happening with me. And then as I had that epiphany about let's go to yoga teacher training. And then I went, found a yoga teacher training and uh, pretty much completed it. And I was like, okay, cool. But I always felt that it wasn't enough. Um, only because I wanted to never have the experience that I had in my first yoga classes when I have a, a torn uh, ligament in my knee and somebody put me in a position that was compromising that, that creates, creates compression, mm-hmm. which ultimately was more painful. Right. But then she said that she knew, but she clearly did not. And yeah, then she's she ultimately didn't. pressing me down to make it worse. And I was like, I never want somebody else to have that same experience because mm-hmm. I want to, if I tell <clears throat> somebody tells me something, because at the end of the day, yoga is people's bodies. Mm-hmm. Like, the physical practice. And mind right. you, yoga right. is not just the physical, physical practice, practice, right? Yeah. Yoga is not Instagram. Yoga is not white girls and Lululemon and aloe yoga. That's mm-hmm. not what that is. Yoga, the physical practice is one very, one part of it. So I decided to learn a lot more about anatomy. Um, I got way more, like, way more training opportunities for it. Uh, I've done NASM. I've done, like, ACE. I've done all these different things to help kind of improve my knowledge on the human body. Mm-hmm. And... I wanted to focus solely on athletes. Mm-hmm. And so I did a lot more research. Uh, I want to do, a, I want to do a lot more research about just the athletic body and how to do it because I feel, well, I've always felt that if people would have, if I would have got yoga a lot 
sooner. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that would be beneficial that I would probably still be playing or people even from the professional level that it, they would have long, more longevity in their career. So stop right there. Oh, my snap. first yoga time, my, the first time I ever, I ran track and played football mm-hmm. in high school. Um, my summer track coach knew that I was the least flexible person on the track. I was also the fastest person on the track. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it works though. Yeah. So he told me when I was 14 or 15, he said, you need to start doing yoga and actually start to work on your elasticity and just mm-hmm. because your knee lift is constricted mm-hmm. because you you don't. You can't lift your psoas. Like it's too it tight. Would, <laughs> I would have to jog like like a a trot for a mile in the it, summer to get it loose enough just so that I could stretch. Yeah. Like that's what that's what my life was by the time I got to high school and was just like because there was no how I didn't have chronic hamstring problems, I did have chronic back problems. Like to this day I still have chronic back problems. But um um but CBD oil helped me with my lower back and mm-hmm. um I feel wonderful now. But um yeah, like, I don't know how I didn't have bad quads, bad hamstrings. Like, I had times where, like, I felt a tweak in my hamstring, but I always ran on it. And I yeah, was, I was, you were younger. Yeah, I was. Fun fact, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know me in high school, I was one of the top five or 10 400 meter runners in the country in my age group. I was also one of the top recruits in football in Houston at the time. So, like, this whole music journey, like, happened literally when I was 21. From 6 to 20, mm-hmm. I was a fucking athlete. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you didn't meet me until a certain time because I was at UTEP playing football. So, like... I still would have thought you went to U of H. <laughs> right. I did none of these things. Like, I say all that to say that I would have been so much of a better athlete if I hadn't taken that yoga, if I had taken that yoga DVD that my my coach just gave me, mm-hmm. and popped it in, and then didn't say, "All right, screw this," like after five minutes, I was done. I was done. And looking back on it, mm-hmm. a lot of it had to do with the fact that I looked on the video; no one looked like me. Yep. Um, I didn't understand. I'm 16. I don't really understand what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. This is just like, why can't I just do this regular stretch? Like, that's what it was for me. The music was trash. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that time, I believe that yoga probably wasn't developed into a thing where it was like, I think yoga was still very, um, I don't know, maybe primitive. Mm-hmm. Maybe the word. Well, it was like still it was like new. only one way to do yoga. Yeah, it was it was still new. Um, it sounds horrible when I say this, but white people have not taken it over yet, completely. They right. were still like, oh, it's not cool. It's cultural appropriation. They were like at the beginning of it. They're like, okay, yeah. this is still traditional. Yeah, we're gonna cool. take yeah. it exactly how it is and just put all of us in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a. Um, I'm trying to make a campaign about yo- make yoga brown again, but that's a whole thing. I'm with it. And <laughs> so what the, they haven't necessarily done what they have done with it. Now, where right, they just right, right. publicize it and make it this one thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yes. But that is exactly why I chose Yoga for Athletes, because of just the just the knowledge. Just right. if, if, if 
you could tell some if you could tell athletes that they can run faster, go be stronger, uh, lift heavier, and have more years on their career, then yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna that's that's amazing, yeah. right? And that they makes won't more have sense. To, they won't have to shoot something in their yeah. In their butt and then, but the thing is, is that you know? it, like you said, this it's you don't see anybody. Visual representation matters, and so if I don't see anybody that has my body type, like it's very rare till this day, probably. What's well, a little bit better now to see people with my body type, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Cause I can like a little skinny white girl telling me to bend my put my foot behind my head. I'm looking at you like, bitch, what is you talking about? Yeah. Like, ain't nobody doing it. Like, yeah. why? And so, just like how everybody else has these kind of like experiences with yoga being really new to them and trying to yeah. understand it, I had the same experience. And so, I really wanted to be kind of the liaison between yoga. Mm-hmm. Not just the African American community, but like more the mm-hmm. athletic community, mm-hmm. and so and bring it to them because it's like when I tell my friends, okay, this is what you need, hey, bro, bro, get your hip flexors. Mm-hmm. So when I can break down, like for football, football is one yeah. of my favorite things to do. There's yeah. so many different positions, mm-hmm. and there. So my linemen, I won't never, I won't ever really use my linemen the same way I would use my receivers, my receivers, and, yeah. my corners, everything. It's different muscles, yeah. right? Different body types, and so when I first started teaching. And I was teaching at like athletic for tra- training facilities and everything. And I would kind of like study people and none of the guys would let me do yoga on them. And I was like, Hey man, come on, let's do this yoga. It's going to help you, bro. And they'd be like, nah, man, fuck that shit. And I'm about to do these drills. You know, I'm about to do, I'm about to go lift a whole bunch. I'm about to do all this. Okay. So I was like, when's your recovery day? Hey man, nah, man, nah, we just going to keep work. We're going to keep working. We're going to do these footwork. And we, I'm t- bro, just, I'm just, I'm just telling you like one, your knee can't get, just like your situation, yeah. your knee can't get that high because your soul ass is so tight. Bro, like, you ain't even getting full stride. Yeah, you're not like, getting the most out of your You're not getting the most out of your yeah. body. And he's like, okay, man, man, whatever. Hey, man, no, I got to do these drills. I'm like, look here. Like, how I started was, hey, man, let me, I'll do your drills if you come to yoga. Yeah. You ain't going to do your goddamn drill. All right, nigga, whatever. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I see, here. Yeah. I went, got some cleats. I'm in there. Yeah. My fit, my footwork is slightly impressive. Though. Don't y'all don't y'all ever doubt me that. But I've been doing that. footwork. Probably, I'm yeah. doing. Hey man, you want? I'll play you 21. I'll play you 21 to come to yoga. Like whatever. Let's go lip. I lip. I, I hop in. Let's go. You want to do these drills? Cool. You hit these lines? Let's go. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna do what you do because I can show you that I've been there, and mm-hmm. I want you to come here and do this for me. Right, come right, do right. this for me. And then they're like, okay. I like. To, I can see how the change is that. And so it's a different way of speaking to them. It's a different way of. Uh, the atmosphere that's around them mm-hmm. because just like in my regular classes noise to like whale sounds is what I call it yeah right that's noise I literally would be laying down a class or in class and go what the fuck is that yeah yo <laughs> what is that yo a whale is dying B. y'all yeah. ain't even hearing this is whale die squirrel Death underwater pro- like yo <laughs> What is that? Is that a giraffe dying? It's distracting. It's It's distracting, right? Because it's like, what is that? But at the same time, I can get so much done with 2 chains and Migos or whoever Mm -hmm. I just naturally listen to in the background. Mm -hmm. And so it's not not a thing. It's it's like Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it. It makes it, one, nobody wants to sit there and stretch muscles they ain't been stretched. If I can make the whole atmosphere a much more comfortable and enjoyable space, mm-hmm. then I can keep people longer and they can actually get what they came to get out of. Yeah. Instead of everything that's coming against them, like, I don't like the music, I don't like the atmosphere, this lady don't know what the hell she talking about because she don't look shit like me. Like, yeah, yeah. all of these things come into that ex- particular experience. One of the um, one of the things that you mentioned was um, um, your body type. So, for those who have never seen Alicia, she's not a rail 
And she's not a big girl down. either. She's Let's a very fit girl. Cute face, lip, waist, and she, big behind. No, is that too much? It's okay. fine. It's whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> Alicia has the body type of... Oh, I'm waiting for this one. Okay. Of a black woman that you see every day that maybe works out. She got maybe the, works out. She got oh, the thigh, God. you know, because some of them got it and they don't even work out. You'd be like, that's, how does that even happen? That's, that's true. And you know, not the ones that bought it at Walmart, but you know, it's not the same thing. Um, but no, she's got like she's got the thighs and she's got like the most of the time when you see a yoga instructor, it's a girl like she said who has no curve. That's what it, she's curvy. She has curves. Trying to get that. Loki, I'm fine out here, y'all. I'm just, just oh God, praying. Oh God, <laughs> here we go. But no, like <laughs> most yoga instructors that I would see over the years were just these women that they're like a rail. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't really look like they had any other athletic abilities. Um, not saying that they're bad at what they do, but they don't look like us. Yes. Like I've still. I don't. I still don't think I've ever seen a black ma- male yoga instructor, and it's maybe because I'm not. I'm not well versed enough. There's in not it. that many in Houston. There's a yeah. couple. There's a lot of them over the country that I know. I know a lot of them. Yeah. But there's just not a lot of them in Houston. But like that's one of the things is like you want to see, um, you want to see yourself. Yes. In the in 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 any situation, that's why it's important. Uh, um, white people that still don't understand it. Um, that representation does absolutely matter because um, there's a lot of things that we all have access to that we don't know we have access to. Mm -hmm. So like if you don't know, like if it's just like being a vegan, right? Like you're a vegan. I'm a vegetarian. You're a vegetarian. Okay. So you're a vegetarian and most black people, a lot of the times are like vegetarian. I'm finna eat this. So y'all ain't, wait, that mean you don't eat bacon? Yeah, but like, to, like, now, like, there's days where I don't eat meat at all. And... And You haven't died, so yes, it works. Yeah, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, there's so many things out there that don't have meat in it that you can eat, and it still tastes amazing. Like, there are things that you can do. Shout out to all the Third Ward vegan spots, though. Third world hey vegan yo, spots. Hey, hey Houston Sauce Co. Holla at me. It's Houston Sauce Co. Hey, we need, I need a sponsorship from Houston Sauce Co. I'm going to hit Kalechi. Yo, up. every time, hey man, hey. I'm trying to get Houston Sauce Co. to come to the Heights. I'm going to put it on radio right now. But uh, Houston Sauce Co. is amazing, but yes. I need them to come to the Heights. They're like, well, I'm going to stay at Third World. I'm like, yo, I get it. I feel you. I feel you. Get another truck, though. But <laughs> you can have your truck at Third Ward, but just like get one. Get another truck. Hey, Amen. In anyway. the Heights. But yeah, like it's it's really it's really important for um um like two things I've always uh, two things I will always encourage people to do. One is to work out. Yes. Do something. Yes. And two is to go to therapy. Yes. And yoga is equal parts both. Working out and therapy. Yes. Because um, what I found in it was that you can re- you have to focus on what you're doing in order to um, understand where your body is. Like you, stillness, right? Like you have to lay down and you have to like, sometimes you lay down and you're like, oh, my wrist hurts. That's or, a, oh. it's, a, it's body awareness. And yeah. what I love to say is that What's your your yoga practice represents a lot about what you do in real life. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm like, okay, 
let's step into this pose. The first thing you do is like, man, fuck that shit. That shit hard. You do that in a lot of other things in your life, not yeah. just yoga. So that means yeah. you see something that you believe is unobtainable and you immediately ride yourself off. You don't do it. Right? Yep. Or you get into it and be like, mm, I'm going to try it. Right? That's cool. All right. Okay, cool. I'm going to just do a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I'm going to come out. No, I don't need to go the whole time. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, do, you probably do that a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Then you got somebody that's like, I'm going to be the best at this shit. I'm competing against everybody. Yes. And that's the same kind of personality. Yeah. Some people that overwork themselves. You're like, I'm going to try every single hard, advanced thing. And, you know, ultimately work their body to the bone and hurt themselves. They do that a lot of things in different areas in their life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, one of the things with yoga was like, I think probably the most places I've cried in, the, in my life yoga class? Is, is on a yoga. No, I'm it, not going to lie. One time I probably, I might have, like at the end. Yeah. It's a, re- like it's a release. Black Swan one time. It, it really was like. Was I playing you? No, I just had a really, 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 I was going through a really, really, really bad time. Yes. And I'm. I think that's what got me. I don't know exactly. I think I saw you at the gym one day when I mm-hmm. first started going to O. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's Alicia. I hadn't seen Alicia in like maybe two years. Mm-hmm. But I knew she was on her yoga thing. And she was, you know, and I didn't really understand what was going on mm-hmm. completely. But I was just like, I just know she's a yoga instructor. And that's cool. But I didn't know like. Because a lot of people, they do this whole thing where they turn, where they like have a like this this life that they lived, and then they flip it over and they become a hotel, and then they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. People she, really think they be like, man, you don't be me. You don't be doing this. Hey man, you what you all about? Since you be cousin shit. I'm like nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of my motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, like so I wasn't really sure, and I wasn't, and I also am very mindful of like trying not to disturb people's, you know, um journeys and stuff like yeah. that and trying to put my own shit on everybody else and he was like let's you just come to yoga i'm like uh, i don't know maybe the first yoga class i went to was this other chick at o athletic and it was like okay kind of mm-hmm. but then i was like let me just try to go to i, I liked it like i was like let yeah. me try to go to alicia's class and you were like don't come to this one come to the black swan one yeah <laughs> so with some black swan, which I, I don't know what your relationship with them is now but that's the homies so black swan um is a uh they have two here right it's a donation based yoga studio it's a donation based yoga studio which means it is super cheap like it's not one of these things where it's like damn i got no money so i can't now nah, you can play 50 cents you want to don't be that nigga play 50 cents yeah like going you can, there you want to. going there you know give them a couple of dollars and it's all high yoga. That's kind of how you can start, maybe, they or you could take class. the beginner class with uh with with Alicia at Empower. Yes. And um and kind of just like I just threw myself into it, kind of like I just threw myself into boxing. Yes. Like I got into boxing and I was like, no, I want to get like better at this because my left hook is trash. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so my left hook went from being trash to just bad, and <laughs> now my bad, now it's bad to like okay. Yeah. But I'm trying to get it to like. Nah, you should just like you fight. Should the, never. You should like fight the same nigga like multiple times in the year. Just be like, hey nigga, let me hit you. With he gonna be like, hey man, I felt that shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I you felt get, that one. That was a good one. You, you had the hip rotation. Uh, that was a good one. That's a good one, bro. Yeah, I, so, <laughs> I see you next yeah. month. Nigga. I, I, I see. <laughs> I see your hip movement there. You got good hips, but nah. So like, I, I like the way, the way I tend to, um, um, center myself is like through my body. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know that if I'm under emotional, uh, or mental stress, Mm -hmm. 
for a long time, the way I knew how to get rid of it was putting myself through physical stress. Yes. Which meant I'm about to go put 400 pounds on the on the rack and I'm going to go squat that shit. Because that makes sense. But I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but when I got it out of there, I was like, okay, cool. So then I was like, well, no, my body can't maintain doing this. Like, I still want to be able to, like, I got out of football without any major injuries, and that was great. I had, like, maybe one, two concussions in my life. Um, I got out of them. Like, no, I've had no surgeries done. I've had no no breaks, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, worst injury I ever had was a dislocated finger. And it was a terrible, because I really <laughs> dislocated your finger. It was terrible, yes. I dislocated my pinky finger. So I, mine popped up, my ring finger popped up and back. <laughs> and um, the trainer at... Um, I had a we had a female head trainer at UTEP, and um, she said, "Don't look at it." And she said, "Do you need a cart?" And I'm like, "It's my finger. Just pop it back into place." Like, what do you mean? Do I need a cart? So she's trying to reset it, and she's yanking on it. And this was a strong woman. Like she's like a short, stocky, mm-hmm. strong woman. She's like, I cannot reset this finger i don't understand it, it took her like five minutes to reset this finally it resets and the blood starts rushing in my hand and i said i think i need that cart now because i'm queasy <laughs> like it was it was the weirdest thing something like a finger mm-hmm. did me worse than because i really got nauseous looking at first of all my glove was crooked so i was like oh this shit is not cool um but yeah anyway i got out of that without any type of um, injury or any type, and and being as hot as you, as, as hot as El Paso was in the summertime, mm-hmm. we should have been taking yoga. We absolutely should have been taking yoga. Well, most colleges should be taking yoga, but that's a whole other right. And some do, but you know, I knew to put my body under a certain type of stress, but I also figured that I probably needed to start putting my body through some things that will relax me. Um, because you can I didn't have stress and relax in yoga. I didn't realize how anxious and um, um, how much anxiety I had built up and how much, how depressed I probably really was mm-hmm. until everything just started rushing at one point and it just like hit me to a point. And I was like, I got to do something. Yeah. I got to figure something out. I got to sleep better. I got to do something because I, I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, well. you got to, it has to come out. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's going it's to come out and it's going to come out either angry in a really bad way or in a really good way. Yeah. And so it came out in a really bad way. And um, so all of 2017 was a, me finding different things that I wasn't going to be good at mm-hmm. and then trying to get good at it because it taught me patience. So if I already knew I was good at music, then what what am I yeah. worried about music for? You're I already flexing, know I'm good at that flex, shit. You have flex your brain muscles. Yeah, like I already know I'm good at that. So... Let me go try therapy because I know I'm not good at talking about my shit. So, <laughs> like, I know that. Yeah. And then, and it, and I had to go in with a mindset of like, do you think that you do this because of this? You're probably right, ma'am. Yes, absolutely. Or maybe you did this because of this thing that happened yes. to you. And it was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it took, me time to like sit there and and like like I remember maybe one or two specific sessions in there where I was crying for the entire hour and I couldn't do oh I'm glad that, like oh but the heat covered it up that's cute 
no, 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 not the, not the, not the yoga class. Oh, I was like, oh. But the, but the, but the therapy. Like one time, I probably did. Like I was very close to crying, and, and um, because I was really, really going through a lot of shit. But there was a time where I was in therapy, and I was just like bawling, and it yeah, was just that's uncontrollable. What happens in therapy? It was uncontrollable, and I looked at her and I said, "Now I understand why we don't do this shit." Yeah, it's a vulnerability. And she's like, "Why?" I was like, "Cause they feel like this when they're done. Like this feels terrible." Why? And I, it felt so bad because I was not crying about anything positive. I was crying about everything that I could think of that was like. Have you cried about it before? I hadn't not in, not in, up until I started going well, to therapy. That's why. And so I just was like, I just because it was a whole lot of stuff that I realized about myself that I was like, that's not okay. Like I've just been. Yeah. I lose a game and they're like, what do you think you could have done better? Score more points. Nigga, I don't have uh, an excuse as to why I lost. Like, losing is unacceptable to me. Like, that's that's the way I think of things. Like, losing is 100% the most unacceptable shit. Do you still feel that way? To a certain extent. But now I have to, like, dial it back. So, like, when I was, when I was in college, like, I played with guys that we would lose and then they would go to the club. And I'm like, what the fuck you going to the club for? So you play with the Rockets? That's cute. I'm playing with all guys that, <laughs> that like that happens across the board for every team. But like we were like they were going to house parties and clubs and stuff like that. I'm like, why? Like we lost. Yeah, man. And we maybe we could have lost by one. We could have lost by seven. We could have lost by fifty. We lost. What are we doing? And if I lost the tra- if I lost the race, you could not talk to me until I got ready to get on the track again. That's like bad. it was that because for me and nobody made me that way. Like it wasn't like a thing where my dad just didn't accept losing or didn't accept um, anything less than an A or my mom was just this, you know, this boot camp driver or whatever. Like you met my parents, mm-hmm. like nobody made me do anything, but I threw myself into those things. Mm-hmm. And then I said, there's no absolute, there's absolutely no way that you're not going to be great at this shit. And if you're not, you you're what are you doing it for? So you don't feel like that anymore? Um certain things. Certain things I feel that way. Um I think what balances me out is is uh breathing for the most part. Like I gotta breathe. Like therapy is breathing. Uh-huh. Yoga is breathing. I can't you cannot throw an effective punch in any sport without breathing. Yeah. So if you think you're good at street fighting, well, you can't really do anything. You can't breathing. do anything without breathing, <laughs> which is um, if you stop breathing. You I die. have a I have a a venture that I'm working on uh, that has a lot to do with breathing, but um, yeah, like yoga was like one of those things that um, I'm glad I got into because, and I'm glad that my experience was what it was, and I'm glad that. I have friends around that are talented at what they do that can make it a lot easier for me mm-hmm. because somebody like Alicia can come in and say, come to my yoga class and then I can not be stubborn about it. And then I can go in and I can say, Oh, the music's dope. This is fun. It's really hot in here so I can sweat. And I'm, and this helps me because I'm already my, I'm already wound up like a, mm-hmm. like a rubber band. Like this is like, I'm already really bad at this. So this is going to help me get through it. And to this day, I've not been to a yoga class that wasn't Alicia. Oh by Alicia. Gosh, so um, thank you for that. But um, yeah, like going back to, you know, I know I talked for a minute, but like, 
Alicia has the equivalent to a PhD in yoga. Yeah, it's a lot of fucking training, bro. Yeah, so like, tell and I got to do way more now. For for those that want to get into yoga, explain the process of actually becoming a uh, an instructor and becoming a uh, a high level instructor and highly educated instructor. Um, just like just like any trade that you have to learn. So, mm-hmm. like, you can yoga is like a synonym of college. Right. You find a university that you like that specifies in whatever you do. So, yes. meaning. Like, if you like Hatha yoga, if you like Vinyasa yoga, if you like Ashtanga, if there's any types of yoga that you particularly gravitate to, mm-hmm. you'd have to find um, a little bit more information about that particular school and then apply and go from there. Right. Right? So just just like any university kind of idea. Mm-hmm. So then you have the 200 hours, which is pretty much your basic yoga uh, teacher training. It takes about three months or so. Right. And you go through, you learn, depending on whatever school you go to, you'll learn the curriculum that they offer. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're completely ready to graduate or ready to just go out and teach to the world, depending on how your learning style is and what mm-hmm. was your um, knowledge of the body before. Uh-huh. Um, because it's not going to have every single thing that you need, just like your your undergrad won't have every single thing that you need in the world because you mm-hmm. don't have to classes. It's probably just stupid. You don't even need to know. You don't and, learn much in, in <laughs> undergrad at all. You, yeah. <laughs> Do you really need to know about astronomy right now? No. No. Don't give a shit about the stars. <laughs> but but so like that and so then you have your 300 hour which is like your kind of your, like your masters right, right. and then there's like a thousand hours there's different CECs which is like different courses that you can mm-hmm. take to add into that curricular uh, specific specialty that you do um, at the same time you can do design your own programs after you get to reach a certain level mm-hmm. we have a governing body which is the yoga alliance um, which is pretty much all of those have to be certified through those to become the a yoga certified alliance, yoga teacher. The yoga alliance sounds like a place that has unlimited kale chips. It probably does. <laughs> like, like if the yoga alliance was like an actual building or room, yes. like the FBI or something like that. It would in, smell like lavender. Yeah. And like, it would uh, have a whole bunch of people just going, hello. Hella, hella kale chips and whale sounds. Yes. It would be just like that. It'd be so calm. Yeah. It might be clean, clean with a whole bunch of random flowers. Is there a higher level of education in yoga than the one that you have? Yes. Like I'm, I don't know everything. Not even. I mean, close. like as in like an, an official like. Um. There's well, there's the thing. It's like there's after two hundred hour, three hundred hour. Then there's like a thousand hour, and after that, you just keep getting information. Yeah. And the thing is with yoga, oh, just so like you're anything. A PhD, PhD. No, but there's only, no, but there's like there's just like you just use that as it's right, something right, to right. compare it to, so people right. can understand. And then you just continue to study. You just continue to study, but just like experience is going to be the best thing possible because mm-hmm. there's like there's there's some old school yogis here. One of them is uh, my teacher Robert Bustani, and they've been doing this stuff for like 30, 40 years, 50 years. Right, I right. haven't done anything for like pretty before much. before it was cool. Yeah, as I, as yeah. They were doing yoga a long, long time ago. Yeah. And they've been able to understand and grow with how the yoga climate has changed, but they mm-hmm. still have pretty much the huge base in traditional yoga, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. And I still am. And so that's kind of like the conundrum that I'm in when I have like trap yoga. Yeah. And I... All I'm doing is teaching yoga, like traditional yoga. Yeah. Just there's just music playing behind we it. We talked that's about this the regular. other day. Yes. We talked about this the that's, other day. That's the whole thing about people I feel discredit me. Sometimes yeah, they'll be yeah. like, "Oh, you do trap yoga," and I'd be like, "Bitch, <laughs> that's probably not the best answer." But, <laughs> no, that's a good one. <laughs> but I'd be like, "What do you mean I teach trap yoga?" And they'd be like, "Well, you don't know. You just teach trap yoga." I was like, "One, what is trap yoga?" They'd be like, "It's like trap yoga." I'm just like, "No, it's just yoga." To, to trap music. To rap to music. To rap music. <laughs> yeah. And then it'd be it's like, not even trap half the time. It's I just, know, so yeah. Half the time it's R&B, honestly. Yeah, it's yeah. just, and then they were like, 
uh, well, you know, well, one, I remember one of my actual, the one of my teachers that I like respect a lot, she was, she had an issue with it. She was like, oh, well, you do, you do trap yoga. That's just so vulgar. And you're just using this and doing that. And you use profanity. And I was like, okay. And one of, um, one of my, my mentor had to kind of explain it to her. She was like, so you like this lady named, I think her name is Dana Flynn Dixie. She owns a studio in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, she owns like, uh, the some flower lotus laughing lotus or something like that in new york and new york too but anyway she is like the caucasian equivalent of me but right. she's what she's older and she's been in the game for a much longer right and she has tattoo sleeve she's got spiky hair she plays rock music she'll be like fuck this and she makes it fun yeah. same literally the same like i've been to her class before i was like the same kind of shit i do yeah but i just do it for my demographic right, or right, i just right. do it what's true to me and right. so she was like well i love it that's two different things she was like it's how not, is it actually two different, two different things. things yeah and that's the thing is that and even in this particular industry there's such colorism because it's like racism. yes, I like. I'm not gonna say racism. It's just colorism. They just don't. It's it's just because it has to be. Just because it's hip hop doesn't mean you have to call it something else. That it can't be what it is. Right. Like right. just because it's hip hop, it didn't have to be hip hop yoga. It's still fucking yoga. Yeah. And that's part, like even when I, I was working at Equinox when I was on my yoga hustle, they were like, "Oh, at least you want to teach hip hop yoga?" I was like, "No." They were like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because I don't need to call it hip hop yoga." Yeah. Like I'm just it's just call it, yoga. Yeah, it's just yoga class. It's, yeah. It, it could be yoga. It could be Michael Jackson yoga. It could yeah. be Prince yoga. It could be Tevin Campbell yoga. Yeah. At the same time, it could be Two Chains yoga. It it's not anything. It's the yoga that I'm teaching. Yeah. I'm teaching anatomy based yoga. Yeah. And everything else is just to create an environment that's more. It's no, it's no different than walking into a classroom with desks, as opposed or walking into a classroom with couches. Yes. You walk into a, de- a couch. With, I mean, a place with couches. It's not about the fucking couch. It's about what you're learning in the class. Yes. So it's about, um, so if this guy's teaching you quantum physics and you just happen to be sitting on a couch while you're you doing it. The quantum physics did not lessen. Yeah. Nothing like, else happened. You like, probably learned a little bit more because you were slightly more comfortable. Right. Perfect. That is because it's, it. what it, again, this is all about, a lot of this stuff is about being able to teach a, teach something and make it um, accessible to people that that aren't comfortable in these different spaces. Exactly. Because you know that if you're the black girl walking into a yoga class and the music sucks and the, everything, the atmosphere is kind of trash, yeah. like, you know that you would do things differently. Yes. Right? Like, I, I know that there's certain things, there's certain ways I would want my studio when I get a studio. Yeah. It's like, I like the studio, but there's things that I would do to make myself more comfortable. Like, yes. I don't really like lights in the studio. Yeah. I turn off all the iridescent, like, I turn off all the harsh lights in there. Yes. And put soft lights in there. Yes. And sometimes it's dark. Like, I, that's just how I, how yeah. I process shit. So, you know, when people see a trap yoga and they say, like on a flyer or something like that, they're just like, oh, well, you know, I ain't really just like that. I was just, yeah. But like, yeah. sometimes I'll see it and I'll be like, nah, who's teaching that? And if I know, and if I know that you're behind it, I'm like, oh, that's gonna be a dope class. I wish I could make it. Yeah. Or there's like other ones. I'm like, y'all about to get ripped off. Yeah. There's and, a lot of twerking and stuff like that goes in. Which the funny thing is, like for the event, like I teach regular music. The funny thing I like how Trap Yoga and Tacos came up was like I was teaching classes and my classes were too full. Like that was yeah, it was yeah. a good problem to have. So you, yeah, and I got to, and I was turning away people and I was like, hey man, let's make and I would just be playing music that I like, literally, like 
title Spotify, whatever just came out, yeah. and I listen to her in the car and be like, Y'all should hear this fire. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, I should spread this fire. Yeah. Right? And then at the same time, it would be, I'd, I guess I know entirely too many DJs, and clearly we all know. I know too we many DJs, know too to, many DJs. To, to not be able to put a proper playlist together that goes with the BPM to the movement of what we're doing. Yes. And so I can create something that can kind of take you more on a journey instead of just having it background music. Right. So it added to the experience instead of just mm-hmm. being uh, something in the background. So that's yeah. ultimate. And it was just songs that I would know. And then if, if you're doing something super hard, but you hear your favorite song, that yeah. it just kind of got a little bit easier. Yes, yeah, like, and, and you yeah, let your guard down a little bit because you're not uncomfortable. And so there's a lot of things that go into it. I but can anyway. 100% corroborate that. Yeah, so it's just, it's like, okay, cool. I hate this. This is hard. I'm sweaty. I'm. You automatically think everybody looking at you when ain't nobody looking at you at all. Yeah. And so now it's like, okay, we got this, we got this trap, trap yoga thing. And so now I'm like, okay, let's have the thing. We're going to have the, we're going to have some fun, right? And so now it's like, I had this big event. Um, my best friend Victoria was gonna would help me throw this throw this whole event, and we're in there. We got we I literally put it up online, and it was like two hundred. We only had space for like two hundred fifty people. We didn't even actually we didn't even count space for people. We was like we're just gonna put it in a venue and see who buys tickets. Like I still think I'm gonna have a birthday party and nobody gonna show up. That's yeah, the still yeah, mentality yeah. that right, I have. Right. And I've been selling out class. And I'm like okay me. man, I just want to have a big event so everybody can just rock together, right? And mm-hmm. we can just have some fun. Ended up selling out, selling out, have 315 people in a venue doing yoga. So then I I was like, okay, cool. So the the funny thing about this is that Black Swan is in the Heights. And it's I see a lot more diversity in my classes, mm-hmm. but that was the only amount of diversity that was actually happening at Black Swan. Right. It but was, I didn't know that because I was like, oh, this is just class, the right? Black folks was 100% yeah. just coming. And I didn't, I didn't know. I go to other people's classes and I wouldn't really pay attention to it. I'd just yeah. be kind of like in my practice. And then I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Then I sometimes I look up, be like, "Why ain't nobody? Where okay. are the negroes? Like, where's anybody? Yeah, right. Like anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then because then they did like you know, I've only experienced like white people's version because it's yeah. it's su- it's super populated. That's who populates yes. it. Yeah. So they have a what's the song? Um, Sweet Caroline. I mean, oh, oh, oh. Did not know that song until like one of my uh, other mentors. My other one. What, when did I ever need to know that song? So, one of my mentors. They had us like in this this pose, and it was like this moment where we all like set up, and everybody started singing this song. I was like, what the fuck? And it was me and two other black trucks out of three hundred fifty people in this one particular event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we both look at each other like, you know how black people look at each other when shit, when like, shit happens? You be like, you just catch eyes to each other like. Sounds about white. Yeah. <laughs> and so we was in, I was like, what song is this, right? And I was like, okay. When I was putting together this event, I was like, what do we have that's similar like that, right? Nothing. We have it, but I saw I swag surfed. Yeah. So then I was like, what can I get somebody to do that's yeah. something fun yeah. that we feel like we're like, can we get people out they shell? So we had this little sideways, uh, we all kind of got sideways on our mats. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, grab your neighbor in front of you, right? Go right, go left. And then we yeah. end up dropping it. Like yeah. the DJ dropped it. And it was just like, the. I think it was probably the best moment of my entire life. If you've never seen, if you've never it's seen, on you, it's on YouTube, a full warehouse live, <laughs> 500 people or so. Yeah. No, Swags. no, no. That one was like 400. We had a Silver Street Studios. That was like 700 people swag See, that's the one I missed. Yeah, that was the one that like Christmas 700 people, people. 700 people swag surfing on a yoga mat. Right. It's quite fun. It, it was it fun. Was quite it was fun. fun. We had um, 
the one at Warehouse Live was Candlestick DJing, right? Yeah, that was that was when I brought it a little bit more back to my Houston roots, and I was like, it was uh, played a lot of Houston shit. It was that was the thing. It was yeah. it was slop not chop. So it oh, was like we was played because like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. the first person to ever play screw music during a public yoga class, and I got in the paper for that one. Really? And it was like, yeah, You're like the like, very first person ever. Well, in in, in like in I guess here, a public yeah. forum. Yeah, yeah. And it was like because that's what I I just I literally just play whatever I'm playing at my house, mm-hmm. going through a sequence, and I play that at at the studio. And sometimes it lands, and sometimes it does not. But yeah. it was like I was playing some chop screw because I was slowing it down a little bit, yeah. and that's what I naturally listened to. I was like, let me see what y'all y'all feel about this, yeah. right? And I played it, and so then I was like, okay, we're gonna do some Houston stuff. So I went to Warehouse Live, and that's a big staple for us, RPLA. Mm-hmm. RPLA. R-I-P-L-A. It was a big staple in that community, in the hip-hop community, because before this, we used to do concerts, do all this stuff, use mm-hmm. sneakers and all that stuff. So Warehouse mm-hmm. Live was a big staple. And I was like, let's do a yoga. I want to have, I want to sell out Warehouse Live, right? Yep. I'm dropping a mixtape too, but nah, yeah. I didn't drop a mixtape. But anyway, did that, and then we did, uh, you know, Chop Not Slop, we played Never Screw Music, yep. and we ended up having there. people South Side, which was, was fun. I was the South Side. I was on the stage. It, yeah, we, we, we South Side with it. It was really fun. We had OG Ron C and Candlestick DJ, mm-hmm. and the OG Ron C was the best part because he was like, Nah, there's a lot of bitches in here. I was like, yeah. who you think do yoga, bro? Yeah. He's like, Yo. I ain't noticed that this many bitches gonna be here. He was so he was happy, happy to be there. He was like the happiest I've <laughs> ever seen him in my entire life. Like, I was like, look at this creepy nigga. I, <laughs> I was like, look at him. Look at him in here looking. He was just like, look at him. Like, oh, look at her. She doing that thing. He was like, this is what they do all the time. <laughs> it's like this all the time, y'all. Like, what? Huh? Why ain't nobody turn about We gotta do this next week. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it in my house. And then, <laughs> and then like Candlestick was like, man, that's a lot of people doing yoga, man. Like, yeah, like you know, he don't. He, he don't, don't really he doesn't, show. He a says lot of, three three words a minute. He's like, that's, that's cool. All right. Yeah, okay. like he's that's just, yeah. it was fun. Like I um completely forgot what I was gonna say. Um, no, the class was incredible. That big. Thing. And I know that, like, do you find it to be um, harder to do bigger classes like that? Funny thing, no. And that's what, but more, funny thing is, like, I, it's it's something really interesting about it's how intimate. this has happened. It's yeah. less intimate, but yeah. it's a lot of energy. So, right. like, the first time I ever did it, it was a lot of energy. I had to be able to find grounding in myself mm-hmm. to be able to absorb that. Because at the same time, um, have you ever had an argument with somebody, right? The transfer of energy. Remember two can play that game with Vivica Fox? Yes. And she was like, one of the rules is transfer of energy. One mm-hmm. of the things. And so she went over to his house, started an argument because she was mad, and now he mad, and she felt much better, right? Mm-hmm. So that happens every single day, the transfer right. of energy. Yeah. So what happens is just like you come to my yoga class with a lot of things weighing on you, if I am not comfortable with myself, grounded in myself, and kind of protecting my own energy, I can take, you can take some of my positive energy because I'm the teacher, I'm giving you energy, right? right. But if there's one moment in time where I'm not going to have any more energy, Mm-hmm. Or somehow all I get all rid of all my energy and I take all y'all's negative energy, mm-hmm. right? And then I go home feeling like, damn, like I'm exhausted, I'm tired. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel bad. I just don't even know what what happened. Yeah. And so it's a transfer of energy. And so when you get 200, 300, 700 people, that's a whole bunch of energy. Yeah. And so you have to be, and so I had to learn um, how to just protect all of that and be able to give energy and be able to kind of bounce it off. Yeah. And so not go home and take all of that. Yeah. Or get overwhelmed by that. And so that's yeah. a lot of funny thing. A lot of teachers, they will be like, how do you do that? I'd be like, bro, I, I, I don't even know. I just get up, make sure I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then I can teach everybody else. And just the one thing is like, try. I'm funny. I'm humorous. So mm-hmm. I like to say things that people immediately are thinking. That's mm-hmm. what people are like, how are you so funny? I literally just tell you what you're thinking mm-hmm. and say it before you actually ever get to say it. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, 
I am. Because I know <laughs> yeah. how you feel. Yeah. And so now we got it out the way. You said, man, this shit hot. It's hot in here, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. okay. Now you good? You said it? You yeah, found out? You we all it. agree. We know. We all know it's hot. All right. I'm glad yeah. we're talking about it. And so that was, that's pretty much what happened. But the funny thing about this whole situation is that I didn't know I was doing it for the culture, but ended up doing it for the culture. Yeah. So it was never like, I never really got into yoga be like, you know what? Black people need this. I'm going to yeah. take it to black people. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be their beacon of hope. That'll get them on my That'll side. Get them on. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm going to run like, for president next I'm gonna year. I'm going to do, like, I'm going to do yoga for athletes. And it just happened to be a lot of them were black. A lot of them were, it's just so it didn't mm-hmm. matter. I was focused fully on athletes. But working with athletes is very seasonal. Because yeah. they go and do whatever job, whatever job that they go do. Yeah. So if they are so football players, I only see them maybe a couple months out of the year. NBA, I say summer is pretty much like right mm-hmm. now, especially after their team lost. I be sitting there watching NFL like, mm, who gonna drop? Yeah. <laughs> I see y'all niggas next week. <laughs> I be like, oh Rams, Ooh, he got money. Rams, Rams gonna make it. Rams gonna make. It. Okay, I will call them niggas. I'm call them niggas at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, call, I, I'm gonna see them in February. I'm gonna see them. Yeah, I'm gonna see them February, March. March, March yeah, you know, they gonna be back. All right, they'll be back. So. That was like as much money as as great money I make. It's very seasonal. So then I started teaching regular classes, mm-hmm. and I te- had to teach more classes during the off during mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. in order to pay my bills because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna dive in. I'm gonna go full yoga, mm-hmm. and so that's how that ended up happening. And so when I noticed Black Swan, it was like more people that look like me. I was like, okay, cool. And I had that the first big event that we had. I was like, yo, I don't know half of these people, mm-hmm. like. And it was just, you know, it was people. black men and women. And mm-hmm. it's like, they came for girls night. They came for this night. Oh, I've never tried yoga before. I've never done this. I would have never thought that, but I saw you, I saw you do it. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay, okay. I never did. And it was like, yo, I think I, I think I just did this for the culture. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, like to this day, I have people that showed up to that event and that are now yoga teachers. Oh, wow. That's dope. They were like, I have never done yoga ever. But like you, you spoke, you, you had, we had fun. Mm-hmm. We had a whole bunch of fun and, mm-hmm. but you were still, and I come to yoga regularly mm-hmm. and it's like that, that's like. And it helps awesome. because in the end, there's only two ways you can look at that. Like there's one way where you'd be like, God, these motherfuckers trying to do what I do. Right. Like yeah, you could no. be that person and then you could, but then you could also say, no, this, like maybe I inspired them to do it and I can't be everywhere. I don't so, want to be everywhere. Yeah, right. So so <laughs> I don't like the more people can that can do this, like that's more people the I get to go experience. like you know how hard it is to not experience your own stuff? Yeah. Like I think I be teaching yeah. some phenomenal ass classes. And I yeah. people tell me I teach a phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I can't take my own class. It's like so, I can't go to my own show. Yes, man. You can't yeah. experience that. And so yeah. it's like, man, if y'all can teach, if you teach similar to how I teach and you make it that fun atmosphere, I, I would love to go, I yeah. would love to go to your classes. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like my friend uh Carmen, who's also my roommate. I love her. <laughs> Shout out to Carmen. And she teaches in like her own spunky way. It's similar to mine. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I love she's like, why do you you make me so nervous in the class? Because I guess I was one of her teachers before she became a teacher. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, because you teach a good, solid class that is enjoyable. Like yeah. that's why I like it. Yeah, and it's good to have your peers that should, that that make you um like you you have a peer like you might go to a class and they might be doing something like damn why not think of that yeah and then that's and then you just like and then you're just like no like I really because I do that with artists sometimes like there's there's like a very very select few art set of artists that like I talk to on a regular basis yeah. and some are like up there and they out mm-hmm. and then some are like right there with me but they're like incredible at what they do and yeah. it's just a matter of time 
And so like it takes me a lot of times I have to tell them like, bro, you or girl, you're like killing it. Like this yeah. shit is like, yo, how the fuck did you do that? Like that's I have to I have to do that sometimes because if not, I just get trapped in my own Fuck. little thing and then I'm and then and then whatever issues that I have going on with me I gotta like deal with that and I don't really want to deal with that sometimes so like the best thing for me to do is to just kind of like give people the you know as much encouragement as possible so that they don't feel like me a yes. lot of times so you know what I mean like in the event that like you know I tell people like like I just told my boy the other day, like man, I just heard GP and that shit is fine. This shit's on repeat, and yeah. I don't really under like this shit is is amazing. And then they they're like, thank you. And then they they might say like, bro, you you like, Fuck. and no matter what happens, is like that's the one thing that was weird. Yeah, is because then I started people know like knew, started knowing who I am. Yeah, and I'm I clearly to this day so. I am. I've really just come to the grips that I'm not meant to be like a celebrity or like meant to be yeah. Instagram fan. One, I don't give a damn that much, and like yeah. I know I have to post. Somebody has to tell me to post. Yeah. And somebody like I just want to practice. I love right. yoga, so whether Instagram was here or not, I'd mm-hmm. still be doing freaking yoga. I just, yeah. I still be hosting events. I still be doing everything, and so you, I don't do you it for would that. be what I call, and I'm. I would also be that. Uh, I call them just bad celebrities, and. They're, and bad celebrity isn't a bad thing. It Ooh. just means that they're way too. A lot of times you're way too grounded to really deal with the Hollywood shit. Yeah. And sometimes you're way too crazy to deal with the Hollywood. I shit. I just don't have time for that shit. Right. So like <laughs> I know that if I'm, I know that if you follow me to my car with your camera, I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> like I'm not. I'm, I'm. There's no way that that's. There's only one way this is gonna go. And if you ask way. me to represent your your company, your brand, if it's not something I do in the daily normal whatever, mm-hmm. it's probably ain't gonna happen. Cause it's just like I'm just kind of trying to work at my craft. And so even with like like you said with with the younger teachers or even older teachers, mm-hmm. I love feedback in the yoga sense, feedback in life. Working on that, mm-hmm. um, yoga. I love going to people's classes because you learn something new. I, mm-hmm. Everybody's got a different body. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like your transition into that. I like how you mm-hmm. did that. I like how you did this. And even people sometimes don't give me feedback because they like, well, at least you're so confident. You're so this. I'm just like, no, nah, but if it didn't make sense to you, like, tell me because yeah. I can understand. Or what would you have rather done? Because we're all constantly growing. I'm still growing. Mm-hmm. I go to classes not so I could just be like, mm, bitch, you ain't shit. Like, no, it's just because I always want to learn. And there's some classes I don't like. There's some classes I do like. There's people I like, people I don't like, people that don't like me. And that is perfectly fine. But it's like constantly, I'm always going to start. I'm always going to go to yoga. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be involved in yoga. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing about like trap yoga. Somebody was like, uh, well, so-and-so doing it. I'm like, they can do it if they want to. Like, that's fine. Do whatever yeah. you want. Like, like, I didn't go look up trap yoga before I did it. I was just like, hey, man, we call us trap yoga and tacos, mainly because I love tacos. And trap and tacos was alliteration. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Tacos are amazing. Yes. So, <laughs> so like tacos or anything you could pair with tacos oh. is. You know. I just usually eat tacos after every Monday class. I would go to Tacos a Go Go and I would go eat tacos. I eat a tacos. Tacos a Go Go is fire, and it was like fire, and that was what I did. So tacos I was like, let's call it trap yoga. Okay, tacos. so Tacos a Go Go, Velvet, Torchies, or um, there's this one taco place next to Black Swan. It, I don't even remember the name of it, but they barely speak English, and it's so, it's cash only, and it's so good. 
I any, will. any cash only taco. It's only open st- some of the time. <laughs> any, yeah, any cash only taco stand. It's gonna be fire. Is going to be amazing. Or set your ass on fire. Either one. Yeah, it's going to be. I went to both. one. In, I went to one in Dallas, and they were like the tacos were like a dollar fifty. <laughs> and they were, and it was cash only. I got like six of them bitches. I was, uh, I don't I was, carry cash, but I'd be like, damn. Yeah, man. Like, I, I'm. Yes, thank you for doing ta- uh, yoga and taco. I just want people to experience what I experienced. What is the most amazing place you've ever done yoga? And what is the goal place? Like the like, one, like if I practiced, you, yeah, or taught, or practice, practice or taught. Uh, the most amazing place I've ever practiced or taught, like by myself or in a class. Or your favorite place to have done it or wherever. You know. Um, One of my favorite places was in at Wonderlust, which is a yoga festival in uh, Colorado. It's at Snowmass, which is right outside of Aspen. Wonderful. Um, yeah, One, people, there's not a lot of black people that do yoga. Mm-hmm. So automatically, they just want to, white people just want to be down. Yeah. And it's like, hey, what's up? What's up? You got any green? We can give you some. And I was like, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so wait, you're just, there's free weed and there's free yoga all Pay the time? Thing, this, is, this is great. <laughs> and it was like, it wasn't like cold. Yeah. Because it was like in June, July, it just got cold at night. Yeah. So it was like perfect weather. We're like on a mountain doing yoga. And then we paddleboarded and did paddleboard yoga. That's like one of my favorite things to do because I love the water. And it's just like, that was like a great experience because it was all like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, we're all there for the same thing. And then we were also like high as fuck most of the time. Mm-hmm. But that was really probably my favorite favorite place to do it um my favorite place to teach it is probably to oh my favorite place to teach it is i don't know i just i i I just love teaching it all the time all right so you have three days to live right yeah you've got three locations that i can go teach that you can go teach you can only do them once they can be anywhere in the world. Anywhere. What are those three? You can teach or you can just go practice. Um, I'd probably go to, depending on who's out there, I want to go to Bali. Bali. That's one. one I'm t- that's going to be next year, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to Africa. Just anywhere on the continent. I would actually like to go to uh, South Africa would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, probably South Africa. There's a there's a specific place, but India. India is actually where I'm trying India. to go to India this year. India is like the mecca. Yes, make yoga brown again. Yes, I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay, cool. Um, what else I got? So you do cycling as well. Um, yes, I have been a cycle instructor for a long, well, not long, long time. Uh, but no, I've been a cycle instructor. I love my bike i love riding outdoors and do you I, have like a racing bike i have a Bianchi. Those things are expensive yeah Bianchi, the cycling is expensive the um, tires are like 600 dollars. yes triathlon triathlon bikes are like way stupid oh, that's expensive. right you do do triathlon uh you haven't done it in a long time i'm gonna get back into them it's just that i gotta get my whole life together i can't um, do a triathlon because yeah. i can't swim damn well you can do like a team tri- triathlon where like one person does each thing so we could do that that's fine i could bike uh, most people like how don't, long is the bike? Um, depending on how dif- how long the triathlon it is, you can do like a sprint try. You could do <clears> like half Ironman. You could do a full Ironman. There's a whole bunch of different things. The full just... Ironman is like a marathon, and then a like how long do you swim? Like a couple miles, right? It's like a mile or two. I think it's like 
And then how long do you do you uh, bike? Over 100 miles. That's a long time doing all that shit. Actually, one of my cycling instructors is uh, doing Ironman Texas, which oh, I just don't like the woodlands to swim in. It's just dirty water. Um, but yeah, well, that's all I thing. I would die. So yeah, yeah, I'm. But the thing is, is that about yoga was that I don't just do yoga. Like I still work out. Mm-hmm. I still train. I do this. I cycle. I'll go lift weights. I'll do all of that. And so. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that yoga is the only thing that I do because it's it's never been the only thing I do. I love it to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a beautiful compliment to pretty much everything in my life. And it allows me to do the things that I do better. Mm-hmm. And so it's I never want to have anybody think, well, I just you only do yoga. And I'd be like, all right, let's get in this gym now. And let me kill you real quick. Like, yeah. let me go out here. I'll squat you. Let me show you what all these. Yoga let me things. go. Let me go let me show, show you what this yoga actually how, how does. Open these hips. Is, <laughs> let me show you this. B. But. But that's the, that, and that's the, I think that makes it more effective because the general population, and I love teaching people, new people. Mm-hmm. I love teaching new people and I love teaching kind of like in that space of like mm-hmm. developing their yoga practice mm-hmm. because it's like, they, they're they excited about it. Yeah. And sometimes the people that are kind of like, you know, mm, I've been doing yoga for like, you know, 20 years and I just like float and I'm just like, nah. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I just, I, I may not have something to teach you, which you always can learn something, but it's like. Okay, that's fine. Cause you trash. <laughs> you trash. You're like low key. You trash. Um, yeah, yoga helped me from slapping a lot of people. So we're just. What's the worst? What are they doing on this TV right now? I don't now? know. There's a lot of. This is like a fishing show. Yeah. Now they're they have a big thing of crabs. This is what happens when. What is? It's crabs, bro. It's a fishing show. Like it's yeah, like deadliest catch, but it's cra- that's a big ass crab. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm what is going on here? Stop. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so, um, what's your worst yoga experience of all time? My worst yoga experience. Yeah. Um. Okay. Is when I teaching or practicing. Um. There's there's a couple for both. So, teaching. Uh, teaching. I was teaching at. I think, and I was teaching at like it was it was at a corporate office, whatever. And somebody, I, I was just subbing somebody's class, yeah. right? So we have uh, the corporate wellness departments. Like we, I was uh, in a company that just pretty much sent teachers all over to go teach yoga in like at like at like Shell or so and so, and we would do that. So one girl, she, I guess she was pregnant or something, so she had to go and leave. So I was subbing her class. And I didn't know where everything was. And so I go in there, go in this building. You got to get all the clearance. You got to do all that stuff. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. And I show up and I want nothing about me has really just changed. I probably wear a lot yeah. more Lululemon, but yeah. I still dress like the same sneaker kind of bitch that I've always been my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like I'll still walk, walk around with some like defi- like defining ones pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes. I showed up to this place with a Wu-Tang Clan shirt, crop top. Cause they ain't, never, uh, they ain't yes. nothing to fuck with. Cause they never was nothing to fuck with. Yeah. So I'm just Lululemon living black pants, um, some J's, some like black and yellow J's, and like a camouflage thing wrapped around my sh- shoulder. And then my hair is already big because I have natural hair. So I like have my afro out, and I was in there, and I put like you a was bandana. You looking like a ragamuffin. <laughs> right, I just look like just my normals out. Right, and so like, and then I had like a like a like a like a hoodie on with like. Yeah. Some like like a premium goods hoodie with a Houston on it, or whatever. Yeah. So I showed up and I'm sitting here in this waiting room, 
And this other chick sits next to me, and she has, like, she's a little skinny white girl. She's got long, curly hair. And she's, like, dressed really just, like, all white for some reason mm-hmm. and everything. And so <laughs> she was, like, she was there for something else. <laughs> she was looking so to be baptized. Picked, yeah. <laughs> but she, she had, like, tight, it looked like she had tights on, but I think they were just jeans. They were just yeah. really tight. And so then the lady walks up. And starts talking to her and goes just like, hi, how are you? All right, come on, let's go. So do you know how to, how the yoga studio works? Do you know everything like this? Da, 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 da. I just started talking to her about yoga and this and that. And I'm just like looking around. I'm just like. <laughs> and she was looking at her like, uh, what are you talking about? And I was like, she's, she's like, aren't you the yoga teacher? And then she's like, is this old white lady? And she's like, no. <laughs> and she's like, okay, wait, so what are you here for? She's like, I'm here to see like Janice from like Human Resources <laughs> yeah. or something. And she's yeah. like. I'm and just, yeah, yeah, she's like from something else, and she's like, "Well, who's the yoga teacher?" And then she's looking around, like looking around, overlooking you, overlooking me, and yeah. I'm just like, "Hi, I'm <laughs> the yoga teacher." Like, wow, what's up? Yeah, I was like, I was gonna be like, "What up, bitch? I'm here," but I was like, mm, "I'm not gonna do that." So I was like, "Hi, I'm the yoga teacher," and then when I tell you this bitch looked me like from the top of my hair down to my toes. Back up and back down again. I just got a mental picture of an old white lady looking at a black person the just way that like, they... Just like, like, uh, right? Like, I had my titties out and then I just had like, a, like, you know. Oh. And she was just like, which at this particular campus was like, it was like Friday. So it was just, mm-hmm. it, like, it was free day. They had people dressed, whatever. So it wasn't like a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, um, okay. She's like, oh, so wait, you're the yoga teacher? And I was like, usually when somebody's like, who's the yoga teacher? And somebody goes, hey. Me. It's me, yeah. That would probably be me. me. And she was just like, like, that was not funny. And then the girl behind me was like, <laughs> I, was like I was like, appreciate you, bitch. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate that, uh, that co-side. <laughs> Give me, me on the back side. Hey, but, so then go in, and it's like, when I tell you, she was like talking down to me this whole time. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, well, you know, the, we, we count all of the stuff. Like, we count all the yoga mats. I see you didn't bring a yoga mat. We count all the yoga mats. We do, like, in a different tone. We she don't was have talking to this a layaway plan. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> what? what? And so, like, we get into the thing, and it's like, it's like, you know, nobody's more, it's a very uh, wide demographic of people right mm-hmm. and like randomly i knew like two people in there that yeah. had taken my class somewhere else yeah oh, so they was excited mm-hmm. and i was like okay and i didn't go in there like playing trap music i didn't do that i just played regular ass music most of the time i played like a lot of old school music anyway <laughs> played boys to men sometimes <laughs> when the water runs dry though you know what i'm saying water runs dry is probably Dumb. the best just, song they've ever i have done. a whole one my playlist game is fire by, yeah, by the way. But, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie playlist game is, is it's fire. fire so like I, I always have some first especially new 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 clients new something I don't hit them off the head I kind of like see who's who's coming up yeah. so I, I have like a little wide variety of music and so was teaching or whatever and this one lady uh, who was I guess friends with the other lady that was rude as shit to me <laughs> was in the class and yeah. just was like looking at me dead stare just like stank face like like yeah. like bitch you're not Alex who the fuck are you and I'm just yeah. like hey I'm not Alex I literally said this I'm not yeah. Alex that'd be weird yeah. I'm subbing for her she'll be back I guess soon or they'll be having another sub here but I was yeah. just the only one that picked it up the last minute so let's get moving in your bodies let's do you know I'm just normally like I'm nice yeah. one I am from Cyprus I am I know for some people, I am the most niggas nigga you know, which clearly means that you know no niggas. Yes. Because clearly they'd be like, yes. oh my God, Alicia, you're just so, yes. I'll be like, You're just so ethnic. Oh my gosh. You're so block. And I'll be just like, bro, I'm going to need y'all to chill all the way out. Yeah, because 
because Cy Creek is because it's Cy Creek. <laughs> yes, yeah, even. yeah. Okay, R C C motherfucker. Anyway, why? So we're, <laughs> we're like sitting here, and like she's like staring at me, and then she's talking to some other girl, and they just got stank face, and so it's just like somebody's just hating on me. I'm just. I don't understand. I'm just here to teach a yoga class. Yeah. I don't know why it's becoming this whole thing. And it's like, and then she played, I played a song I guess she liked as mm-hmm. we're starting to move. Mm-hmm. And like the other girl was like liking it. She was having fun. Mm-hmm. And it was, and the other girl was just trying to fight this whole experience. Yeah. She was just like, no, don't fucking. And then left. She left? She left. Left, came back, sat down again, act like she wasn't mad, and then tried to do And the other girl's like, come on, do it. Just like, like trying to, and it's just, this bitch was just trying to have a horrible time. Came back and told, went left again, told the other lady to come back, watch this, because like, and she was just like standing in the mirror watching me. And so it's now, it's like, I have like these two people that are just trying to be against me. Yeah. And then the, and they, we in the class, thank you, namaste, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, that was so great. We should get her back. We should get her back. We should, oh my God, you were so great. Da, da, the da, other da, two da, were just like, and the other two were just like, mm. Um, what type of yoga is that? I was like, it's a vinyasa flow, which is the description of what we're supposed to be doing. Well, Alice doesn't teach like that. I was like, well, yeah, we all have our own particular styles or something like that. Is there anything specific that I did not cover that she usually does? Well, no, I'm just like, okay. Oh, so, so you, you got everything. So, you just, so did you just not like it? Just no. Well, it's just, it's, it, it, they were just really different. And I don't know if everybody liked that. And everybody was like, yeah, it no, was pretty it cool. It it pretty like, you're like, you're right. Everyone didn't like that. We all did, we, and you, you two didn't. didn't. <laughs> you didn't. So technically, it wasn't so, everybody. Yeah, like, just 99% of the fucking class. Thank much, you so much. Pretty much that particular <laughs> things like that. And then the other one, probably the worst experience I've had in yoga was um, <laughs> hella recently. Um, and so now I have a contradiction, like a conundrum that I'm experiencing, is that I have played yoga. I have played, you know, trap music, whatever music I like in yoga. Sometimes it has profanity, sometimes it doesn't. If it does, I make sure I tell people beforehand mm-hmm. and I make sure it's nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes, being a nigga, I'm oblivious to what is inappropriate yes. in regards to the like, like story of OJ. Right, story of OJ by Jay Z. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like white nigga, dark nigga, black nigga. Like, right? Uh, to me and you, still nigga. <laughs> <laughs> to me and you, it's just a regular ass song, right? We're just like mm, we singing along with it yeah. to white people and their facial expressions. Oh my god! Oh, the <laughs> yeah. level of just like their eyes get all big and they just look around at each other like anybody's gonna say anything. But anyway. So I was in, I was in a different city. I'm not going to say all that because it's going to be very obvious. I was in a different city and one of the instructors that I know, I've actually never taken his class, but he's supposed to be higher up in this yoga chain, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I take his class and it's literally just all trap music that didn't make any fucking sense. As in, you're just playing it just to fucking play it. Mm-hmm. And then me looking around being the only Rain black drop. person. Drop top. No, no, no. It was like, it was like, uh, it was like fucking 21 Savage. Like, mm. shit that's just like, mm. it ain't even got mm. a melody. We're not yeah. even like, and like what Dude, I'm saying, man, I bitch. put my things in there Damn, to make like it more cop. strategic yeah. so it moves with the body and what we're trying to do. You just got it as in noise, and you got it up loud as fuck. Yeah. Right? And then, so that's already a distraction. Yeah. And then you, I've heard nigga too many times to be the only nigga in here. Yeah. And so now I'm like, okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do something. We, like, yeah. Okay, so but then the yoga teaching was just like he was in his own zone. He was back there saying shit that didn't make sense, anatomy wise, did not make sense. Put your leg up. It just <laughs> and it was just like he wasn't looking at anybody. He was just out here. He was just yelling, and I was just like, "What are we doing, bro? Like, what are we actually doing?" Mm. And it's just like, and then he's like looking at me, feeling like, "Yeah, that song or whatever." And I'm just like, 
<laughs> like no. I hate when, was, he, was he white? Yes. I hate when white people play the black song that they think. Oh, it's Brad Gilmore. Um, I hate when. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we're talking about white people in there. Hey, uh, in there. Uh, I ain't see you in a long in time. There. How you doing, baby? <laughs> we got Brad Gilmore in the building. Oh my god. We're just talking about. He's the, still so the, clean. We're just talking about the uh, the awful things that white people do to black people sometimes. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> we were just talking about how um, white people play uh, rap music and then stare at you. Like we're to supposed make to sure respond. That this is, you know what I'm doing. Like when you get like, I, that happened to me in at least two or three Ubers or Lyfts. Like I get in and they change the channel. And like, yeah. It's like, is this yeah. music cool? You'll- like I'm not listening to this music. Like I'm not. On the, on the, on the other side, you know, it's funny that black people do to white people. You want to know what's funny? This one, when it comes to rap music, what I love is when the song is on, right? Yeah. And they're looking at you to see if you censor yourself. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, like, yeah, okay, he knows. Is he going to say it? Is he going to say it? He's going to say it. He's going to say it again. We're about to jump this for Man, let's jump him. Be like, man, I really like you, bro. Don't mess this up. Yeah, yeah. I have such a great image of you in my head. Don't screw this one up. We was gonna get kale That's afterwards hilarious. and shit. Who gonna get kale with now? We, we gonna get kale. Who gonna get kale with? We're gonna go to Pokey Works. <laughs> yeah, we gonna get it in. We gonna get Pokey Works. I like all them Pokey Works. All right, well, I'm gonna leave y'all to it. All right, thank you. Thank you, Brad. Good to see you, man. Yeah, man. Always, sure. always spiffy, man. You y'all too, check man. out the Brad Gilmore, uh, you, the uh, Booker T, and uh, I'll, be right, I'll be right next door to you. Yeah, okay. We're gonna be. I'm gonna come through there. You go. You gonna be in there with Booker? Like y'all about to start in a minute? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna come in there after this. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Hey yo. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But all that to say is that uh, niggas ain't shit. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> just playing. Niggas. But no, it was a so that was like my worst experience <clears throat> because it was try- somebody that was trying to, I guess, do something that they thought I would like. Mm-hmm. But actually, the funny thing is, I don't think the fact if I wasn't there, he'd still do the same I shit. Think he was still doing. Yeah. He was still doing the same shit, and it's like I feel. But he just saw. A black in the room. Yeah, but he's known me. Like and the first he time he you. met me, he was like, "Oh my god, oh I could beatbox." I was like, "Why I feel like you're only telling me this?" Yeah, it's just like. And there's, a- but that's enough thing. And so being in this particular yoga industry, there's not a lot of black people. And mm-hmm. then sometimes it's a weird. It's hard to find connections in, in that particular industry yeah. that are truly authentic because none, most of them can get each other. Like, go to a yoga studio. I guarantee you, there's a lot of white girls. And yeah. they gonna all have a whole white girl problems in common, yeah. and then, like I've ne- we've never had a conversation. One figured out how do you get your hair? How do you get your hair like that? And anytime I wear my hair out, it's let me touch it. Oh my god, I like it. It's so cute like that. Why don't you do it all the time? Why don't you just straighten it? One and that's it's, it's conversations like, that I don't want to have every fucking like, day because you have yet to see like I'm your only black friend, and yeah. it's like hey, I appreciate that. Can I touch it? No, I don't want to touch your hair. Please don't touch. Please don't touch my hair. (laughs) But it's it's like little, just like even little things like that. But that's in every industry that you're in, especially dominated by a different culture. Right. And so, but then that's also one of the main main reasons why you know I'm successful as as I I guess I have been is because that I'm different in that aspect and I create a little bit more community within our community. So how do you? How do we? Wait. Story time. First time I took Alicia's class, I'm in Black Swan, and she had to do this whole spiel about how she uses profanity. Yes. And literally has to do that every class. Yes. So 
Um, she says, also, my music has profanity. She says, in fact, there's a song that you will hear later on in the, in the, in the, show, in the class that just has a bunch of a bunch of cussing at the very beginning of this. It is just it the most disrespectful. Yes, so I'm playing. I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the class, and I'm like, man, I wonder what song she's talking about. Because like I'm hearing everything. Like I heard a Paul Wall song and all that kind of shit. So then, sipping on scissor comes on. Oh, He's like, oh ass, yeah, oh cake ass, pussy ass, ass, stick ass, drinking the boot ass. Can't watch jelly packing ass. Need to get your bitch ass about the street because we some trill ass niggas. Yeah, yo, no, no, sip no, 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 no. We some trill ass niggas. And we ain't playing Man, with you. So when she started, I said, oh, this is the song. So I'm in a pose like, oh, this is the one. So I looked and I said. Yes, absolutely. But that whole move, like the movement that we were doing, yes. matched the beat of that song so well. There was literally five black people in that class, and it was. It was, it was, <laughs> it was but I told them, yes. I, like that was the thing. I was like, "Hey, let me let y'all know, so and so and so." And but the only thing is, I can only be authentic to me. So that's yes. what all the story is. And so anytime I do this speech in front of class, I'm like, "Hey, there'll probably be some hip hop. There'll be some this. There'll be some that. There yeah. may be some profanity. But you're one. You're an adult. You've heard cuss words before. Yeah. If that really bothers you, let me know right now. I'll see if I can change." Some. Mm-hmm. If not, we about to let this shit ride. And yeah. by the way, it's just for like the most five minutes of your fucking life. <laughs> yeah, it's just like like get through it, man. Like, like it's just like, it's just background noise. It's just background noise. You ain't noise. worried about this guy like, pose you. In. Like that country person that you listen to. What that I went on Facebook and talked about? No, just like any like for people that listen to that like that listen to country music. Like the person that you probably listen to probably shot somebody <laughs> and and didn't go to jail for it. You mm. know, like like let. Let, Let it be rodeo time. That's when some people just start playing country music. And mm-hmm. I remember, one, country music is a weird, tw- mm-hmm. it's like a weird rhythm, I guess. that It doesn't necessarily move with the body yes. as well. No, and so yeah. I can understand that one girl, I remember, this pro- actually, that's probably the worst girl class I've been to. I remember <laughs> having my headphone, headphones on. And it was a new girl. I'd never been to her before. Had my headphones on in the class. I was warming up by myself. And then I took it out. And she was about to say, and then she goes, I literally put my headphones back into my locker, came back into the studio. She's like, hey, guys, in honor of rodeo season, we're going to play all country music today. I looked at this bitch like, bitch, what? <clears throat> and I was like, okay. I had a mental battle. As she in, wants like, to make America great again. Like, I had a mental, like, should I just leave this hoe? Should I go put my headphones on? Disrespect the teacher? But then I'm like, okay, I've been a teacher. I don't want somebody to disrespect because I would never want somebody to go put headphones in my class yeah. or whatever. Okay, cool. You know what? At least you can get through this because you're a real ass bitch. Yeah. Exact conversation I have with myself. Yeah. <laughs> and so doing the class and everything, it's like depressing. Oh, I'm going to have, like, it's it's like, I can understand. It wasn't like, even it ain't even fucking like Carrie Underwood or whoever yeah. or the motherfucking Florida Georgia people, mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm not a fan of country music because of certain things that happened in my childhood that country music signifies something not very po- positive. Absolutely. Uh, some a really bad thing happened. And so that was in my mind. I didn't necessarily know that. And so we're listening to, it's like about like my trailers next to your trailer. And so you're going to have to move your, your trash off my lawn. <laughs> it was like shit like that. And I was like, look at her like, yo. But then I looked around and not everybody, like everybody else is looking like, what the fuck? Yeah. What are we doing? And I remember, <laughs> I remember I got through that well, shit no, and I was no, like, no, baby, what I was you like, doing? yo, can you, and I literally looked up and I was like, I, I, and it, I had a whole moment about it as in, I literally was like, okay, is this somebody else's experience in my particular class? Yeah. Does somebody have this experience in my class? Mm-hmm. 
And I thought about it. And I remember I went to Facebook about it. And I got a lot of people's comments. And I was like, hey, I just took this class. And I'm trying to understand, like, I'm ultimately dealing with why I hated it so much. Not because I hate it. It's not the instructor. It's not the yoga. It's, not the, it's something that within me... Because the world, because that's one thing that we never ever realize. That it's just, it's, it's, it's probably just my you. own personal experience. Yeah. She doesn't, su- I don't need to go online and be like, that Make bitch a bad su- Yelp review. It's yeah. not. It's like just in my, it's in my class. It's a you thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a me thing because I'm silly being my particular self and she's being herself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, comments on Facebook, whatever. And they were like, well, that's how, you know, I was like, okay, I finally identified, I thought about it. I literally stopped moving in the class and I was like, why do I, why does this bother me so much? Because it, it stripped me out. And it, Ultimately, country music uh, was tied to something, like I said, in my childhood that brought up really bad memories because some some boys did some really horrible things to a black girl that I knew, and they played country music while they did it, and they were, like, blasting country... They were, like, in their big trucks blasting country music. A lot of horror... And so, in my mind, that's what I think. Right. I think of that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that situation. PTSD. Yes. And so, but I was, like, a kid, so I didn't necessarily know, and mm-hmm. so I was, like, every time I hear country, I'd be like, man, man turn that shit off. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I kind of, it came up and I was like, okay. But I was like, do people feel this way about it in my class? Put it on the internet. They were like, no, like, no, it's just kind of like country music sucks. That's what some of them were like. I was like, hey man, I I feel that. (laughs) But then one guy, he was like, well, sometimes he's like, do you don't think people feel that way in your class? I was like, well, they can if they have something. Did they have something? Or is it because they don't like the particular music? Is something that, he's like, well, sometimes it's just the N word is being said all over the time. I was like, well, one. That can't be a problem because you know for a, I know for a fact your ass has said some racist shit before, and yeah. I was like, mm, is it the n word because you can't say it, or the n word that you can't say it because I'm here? Yeah. Because I feel that people want unedited music <clears throat> is out here in the world. Yeah, like it's harder to find edited music than it is to find unedited music. Trust yeah. me, I've looked for playlists from up uh, for for years. Yeah. So you can't tell me that HBO all this stuff got niggas, bitches, whatever, all this shit yeah. on here, and all of a sudden. Oh yeah, it, you you just rattle to the goddamn now. bone yeah. because I didn't play it like in a very minuscule ass way. So it's like, okay, he's like, well, yeah, that word strikes up different. I was like, what what feelings does it strike up for you? Because I'm pretty sure how country music strikes up some shit for me about a little girl being raped to to you not using the n word in front of black people is two different completely different fucking things. So let's let's not go on that particular. Yeah, you probably should have waited your turn. Yeah, I was like, you probably should just you know sat down and not say shit. But that was kind of like okay. In my experience, was that what is that in the middle of your practice? (laughs) And I'm like, everybody just breathe. If it bothers you, just focus on your your breath and your movement. Just relax your shoulders. Meanwhile, I'm laughing. And I'm just like straight face. Having the motherfuckers hold fucking chairs and shit. Hold it. Take an inhale. Now take a nice big inhale. Lift your arms up to the sky. Extend your arms. Open up your chest. Now forward, forward. Hold it. Let's go. Now we're talking slow. Because y'all can only see this show that I got right First of all, Imagine that being in your class. Imagine that's happening in your yoga class. I'm going to play that shit tomorrow. <laughs> you should play that shit tomorrow. You should play it twice tomorrow. You should play it back to back. Like The edit version sounds stupid. <laughs> it does. It does really sound stupid because there's like you edit the whole song. It's like a blank song. It's, it's just no song. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it just sounds like, ah, 
That's all it sounds like. Shit, I play but, I play a lot of Houston. I play a lot of shit that's authentic to me. And I play a lot of people that are my friends. Like I play you, I play yeah. Les, I play Slim, I play whoever. I play yeah. a lot of crit recently. That's random. Yeah, Jamina was like, Yeah, I went to yoga the other day and she was playing your song. And um I said, Oh, it's Jack. And she said you hadn't been to yoga in a long time. And I was like, damn, yeah. Call your bitch ass out. I feel like I feel like I'm the pastor. I feel like the pastor when they tell you, I, "We ain't seen you in church. You ain't seen in hey, a long time." I'm trying to get all my rapper friends to come to church. I mean, to come to come to yoga. They don't want to come now. I'll be trying to get Slim to go. Like I've been trying to get Slim to go. I'm trying to, to tell them there's be bitches in there. Yeah, that's why I, talk, I, <laughs> I was like, like, "Bro, I said Slim, in there. Slim, just come, bro. Nigga, like, you ain't never you just gonna be like one. Man. Nobody's ever been like, yo." I'm really upset that you maybe come to that yoga class. Said no one ever. Yeah, I don't think I've never met anyone that says no. Like Man, even my I'm mom. I'm really upset. I went to that yoga. No, nah, nigga, you'll be fine. Even my mom, who's like, she's like 63, 62, and she doesn't. She's like, she was never an athlete. She just doesn't do athletic stuff. She just started working out a little bit. She started working out and eating better because she has high blood pressure. So, mm-hmm. like, she started doing that. And when I, when she came to Hubanola in New Orleans, we used to do a, a residency in New Orleans. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to come back and do it at the Ace Hotel. Yes, and we would we would do yoga at ten or eleven o'clock in the morning, and then we would go have mimosas and and oh, bro, just be drunk as shit and knock our bodies completely out of alignment again. So <laughs> we would do that. Or go, go find a ball and go play fucking 21 in a, in a Yes, in we did play playground. 21. We did play 21. And um yeah, it, no we played horse. Oh yeah. It was horse. And so um so yeah, we were doing that and like my mom, I was like, yeah, "Mom, you got to get up and we got to we got to do yoga like bring bring your bring your leggings." We're, we're, you know, I, I get a, a yoga mat for you where it's cool. Like, we got it, right? Got it. She's in there. She's like, I don't know. I don't, you know. She I, had fun, though. I can't do I'm scared. I can't do it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I got her into a headstand, though. You did. You did. And there's a picture of that. There's a picture of that headstand. Hey, man. So, um, I told her the other day, I was like, you know, Alicia does cycle, um, cycling classes. And she's like, what you telling me for? I was like, because you, Cause you, you, about you to should go do to a cycling house. class. She was like, hell no. <laughs> she said, hell no. I was, I'm like, well, maybe there's a beginner cycling class. There's and not. she's like, she's like, there's nah, not. I'm not going to be able to do it. I said, but there's a beginner yoga class, so you could do that. Yes. And she was like, hmm. I think she's, I think I'm wearing her down on yoga, though. That's fine. I think, I think she's, I think she's. It takes a while. My my little brother actually has never been to my class. My my mom and dad have been. My mom only comes if I play uh, her music. So she's like, you better have a good playlist, and I better hear um better a little bit of Temptations in there. Earth, Wind, and Fire. She better, yeah. It's like if it's it's trash. I was she'll just, be just gonna like, tell you. I was just gonna ask you if you ever did a uh, um a class with like Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Commodores. Yeah, and like, like that's like every every Friday. Like I teach at Pralaya, which is like my yoga school, and mm-hmm. we have a little bit older ladies there. So like I'll I'll be I'll be jamming. Do like, you remember, bro? September. What was my, my last playlist? First night of uh, September. I'd be playing uh, some Sam Cooke. I'd be playing Bill Withers. I'd be playing shot. I play a lot of Sade. Put some Whitney in there. That's what I used mm-hmm. to play before I started even teaching to like whatever music I play now because I had an older demographic at the places I was teaching. Yeah. So I was like, what am I going to play? I ain't going to play Migos. I got to play shit that they like. Yeah. And so I saw that work so well with them. I was like, well, when I had a different demographic, let's do it. 
But yo, that like that your mom's experience of how I got into the headstand, that's like the best part. It's teaching people that they're able to do things that they thought that they weren't able to do. Yeah, man. That's I I, I like um I enjoy coming to the class and um seeing even when I'm not coming to the class, like seeing your your growth over the years. Um, because she is also so like my very first episode um, for those that may be day one listeners or just now tuning in. Um, my very first episode was with uh, Daddy Ocean, aka Tubo, and uh, and Todd. And was he in this chair? Because his legs would have been swinging. No, we didn't. Oh, no, Booker T just you know, look. Booker T just watched. Just looked at his window, and he was. And it was so creepy the way he looked in there because his eyes were so big. It was ridiculous. Anyway, um, so. We um, we talked a lot about two six five and the origins of two six five and how was I in that story? No, but <laughs> I was like, good. Um, two six five. For those that don't know, uh, it was a collective of guys, basically all college U of H classmates niggas that lived in this lived in this one in this one in a, four bedroom apartment, and most of them didn't in live in Oaks. Some most of them did not really live there, so. And it was just, and it one including me. Like I didn't actually live there, but I was there all the time. And one Wait, time of out. Jack was at that place so much. I went to U of H. The fact that <laughs> I'd be like, Jack, what building is your closet? And it's like this is after like, it's like I don't like a good eight months of him just me just seeing him all the time yeah. and being like, hey, nigga, where your closet? He's just like, oh, I don't even go here. I said, nigga, what? <laughs> I go to PV. Nigga, what? It's Booker T. He's another. He's looking at us through the window. Yes, we should but, get him um, to do yoga. All right, yeah, we yes. should. I know. So, um, yeah, like we, it was all of, and then but there was like a couple of girls that were like cool enough to hang out with yeah. us, and because my sneaker game was fire. That's the only reason why I was allowed to go there. Her sneaker game was fire, and I got everybody hooked up some shoes when I used to work at Foot Locker and shit. That's right, you did work at House of Hoops. I did House of Hoops. Yes, yeah. I used to be like a sneaker person. Like sneaker collector. I mean, you still kind of are. You just probably don't buy shoes as much. Yeah, no. I, I mean, you're not spending three hundred dollars. I'm, I'm barefoot most of the time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but no. I remember because uh, my my best friend uh, used to live across the across the hall from them, and I used to always just go over there and just be like, hang out. Yeah. And the doors was always open, and I was like, how do y'all keep shit in here? <laughs> I to this day I do not understand People how they were allowed the to stay there. I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I don't, I don't know. know. I still they have no idea. They should have gotten evicted. I remember. Like, I remember at being least there. The second or third year. I remember this. being there and be you. It'd be like Rogers being there. Rogers and I'd be like, who are these? Wait, don't none of y'all niggas go here. <laughs> Less. Less being there. I'd be like, Less, where you uh, going? No, but I think didn't Less go there. Less went to U of H. Yeah. Less went to U of H. But Rogers absolutely went to PV. Oh no, I know. <laughs> he never said no because I remember when I first like I'm, when I actually first met Rogers, I met him like two days before, and then I ended up being a, a being in Cullen. I remember I, the fact that I didn't even know how this all worked is that I went had a bag thing of cereal, I made some like Captain Crunch or tricks or something, and I was walking around this bowl of cereal, walked in two six five. Omar don't say shit, walks out, grabs my spoon before I actually take a bite. And then Rogers is sitting there. He comes over here. Omar takes it. Oh, excuse me, candlestick. Grabs it. Mm -hmm. Eats my cereal. Takes my cereal bowl. Eats it. And was like, that shit good. And then gives it back. And I'm just like. Yeah. 
And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, what are you doing? I was like, nigga, I don't even know what none of us are really doing here. Yeah, like, I was like, why am I even here? None of us belong I just here. let this nigga take my cereal. Yo, like, 265 was the place where if you could not take a joke, uh, you, don't need you would enough. not survive. Like, if you didn't have, if you weren't, and if you weren't funny, you were really going to get roasted. <laughs> So, I think that's why I'm only able to maintain it because niggas with those shit, I mean, I throw that shit right back at you. Yeah, like, it's the worst. Like, I was just lucky enough to not really be dating nobody at U of H. So, like, if I, if I was there, like, I wasn't with a girl. But if there was somebody else that was there with a girl, like if Eve was sitting there with a girl, Keenan's running out of there. Roasting that nigga. <laughs> oh, so what you, oh, oh. Oh, Eve. Oh, oh, so you cool now. Oh, oh, this nigga trash. Uh or if if uh like Kenneth brings a girl or something like that. Oh, it's it is non stop. If you could make it out of two six five was like Rucker Park for 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 roast niggas. <laughs> for roasty niggas. And all of these guys now, most of these guys are like like one's a teacher. Another one's like, there's a few of them that are like in business some type of way. And but there's always like, after Ken moved out, there was always two random people like Justin and then Keith lived there for a little bit. Yeah. There was like people that weren't like necessarily yeah. super yeah. into things. But it'd be still like. And then there's like, just like OG 265, like uh, like Joe Carroll. Yeah, but it'd still it, be like everybody in it. I'm yeah. just like. And I was yeah. like, nigga, you live. Because I remember, I met, I remember I met Justin and I was like. He's like, I was like, where do you live? And we were walking back to Cullen. I was going to Aaron's house. I was yeah. like, he said, I live in 265. I was like, nigga, what? You live in where? I was, he's like, I was like, no, you don't. He's like, yeah, I do. I was like, how long have you lived there? He's like, a year. And I was yeah. like, how have I been in your living room? Yeah, like, and never. Every other day, and I have never met you. And it was funny was that we kind of occupied two six nine the same way. Yeah, because Free and Todd lived there, and E Mike. Yes, E Mike lived there, and uh, somebody else. Somebody else lived there. I can't remember. Oh, Mikos didn't live there. No, they no, lived there. Mikos in was two, in 238. Yeah, there we go. Mikos and, um, and, uh, all his frat brothers, basically. Yes. The, the, all the, the, all the, frat. didn't, uh, didn't, not Boudreaux, um, oh, never mind. Don't um, <laughs> uh, didn't 280 live in 238? I don't know. I don't remember. I actually remember 280 living in the lofts. He did live in I smoked a lot of weed back then, man. I don't even remember. Back then, it was a one that was like a long time ago. Back then, though, do you smoke a lot of weed now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's part of the thing. It's like part of the thing. <laughs> I like go, namaste, nigga. That's namaste, a thing. Namaste, That's the thing namaste, we do. Namaste, a little bit. Say, we don't I'm have with. like drug tests. What are we gonna be like? If we if yoga people had drug tests, we would have no yoga people. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. That's true. Glad That's we very true. It. That is very <laughs> good talk. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad we talked about it. Let's talk about removing drugs from yoga. Okay. <laughs> Don't. Who get the fuck out of here? <laughs> fuck out of here. Um, I'm supposed to deal with your problems. So, <laughs> pass that blunt. Shut the fuck up. No. Um, so, tell everybody about Empower Fitness. Okay, so Empower Fitness Lab was, uh, well, is, uh, is my current studio that I love so very much. Mm -hmm. I created the yoga and the cycle programs for it. It's a beautiful studio. Uh, yes, and so we combined <laughs> um, forces with a hit studio and create this new tri-concept studio, which is a full hit studio, full yoga, and full cycle studio. Explain um, to people it's what it is real quick. Um, huh? 
Explain to people what HIT is. Oh, HIT, high intensity interval training. It is pretty much like circuit training. You'll do um, the equivalent of about 30 minutes of cardio and 30 minutes of strength, going back and forth, targeting different muscle groups, depending on which workout. Um, and we do all the programming in house. And so everything is bent for betterment of the body. And also we have modifications, amplifications, um, some great stuff going on. We have curve trainers, which are like the self propelling treadmills. And we're a heart rate-based uh, yeah, yeah. studio, so yeah. we do have everything to the science. So we'll tell you everything that you burn. So the um, the reason why I said explain to people what HIT is, for those that don't work out and for those that don't or don't really know what they're doing, yes. HIT is a good thing to do when you, A, want to burn fat and still build a little bit of muscle. Yes. So um, um, HIT is important because if you think that if you if all you do is go to the gym and run on a treadmill, then you're not really doing anything except getting your heart rate really high and like yes. doing great stuff with your heart rate. Yes. But you're not building any other muscle, you're not toning anything. And hit is a good thing to do, especially when you don't really know what you're doing in the gym. Yes. I, I do um recommend that like going to like a place like Empower. Um, we do the thinking for you. Yes. You go in and for the next hour, they think for you. Yes. And, and how many times do people re- waste in the gym? Like two hours, literally no, two, I, three literally, hours. I remember like, like, especially when I like a regular job, I'd be in the gym for like five hours from yeah. like either just either trying to play basketball <clears throat> or going lift weights, being on my phone for a little bit. Somebody yeah. start talking about something, and then we got, you know, LeBron versus Kobe and that's a conversation. Yeah. And he just like, man, and and I, remember, I remember when was it Meek Mill and Drake had a disc? Oh, and yeah, I was in, yeah, yeah. and I was at a I was at a training facility, and I remember being there for five hours, and two of them was talking about <laughs> what niggas ain't shit. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I was like, Okay, we need to get better. At this. Yeah, it's you know, it's a it's definitely a class like for the hour that you it's once that hour's up, your workout's yeah. done, yes. and you ain't got to do nothing else for the rest of the day. And we have Just yoga that complements right. it. We have yes. yoga that complements it. We have cycle that does that. We have two forms. We have like rhythmic cycle, which is similar to like your kind of dancing on the bike. You do the push-ups and everything. Is that the one I did? And the, yes. And okay. then we have the power cycle version, which is more of the traditional ride that teaches you more of the metrics of biking. Mm-hmm. And we take it, uh, we want you to cycle smarter. So we teach you how to do everything. Um, and every, and so it's a, it's a great studio that you'll be able to get Whatever you need out of your workouts, you'll be able to get out of it. We have like open gyms and different stuff like that. It's off of uh, Sawyer in Washington in the Heights. For those of my those of my Negroes, you know, it's a uh, where Social Junkie used to be. It's mm-hmm. right next to that. Right next to that. Though. It's right next to that. It's the Lime Green Building. Where they got that awful ass uh, shell shock. Bro. Shell shock. Oh my god, bless their heart. That's a whole. But thing. um, but yeah, you won't be able to miss it. It's the big Lime Green Building um yes. right next to it. If you don't have cycle shoes uh, and you're in the cycle, you can rent them. Got them. Um, if got you. you be. If you don't have a yoga mat, you got can, you, B. It got you. If you so like, there's no, there's no real excuse. No, like, do y'all rent gloves too? When y'all do yeah. combat? Yeah. So like, I bet those gloves stink. Hey man, we do a lot of de- um, uh, sanitation <laughs> in the home. Yeah, but those so things. yeah. <laughs> I should have said that. That's, with yeah. <laughs> so, I don't, hey man. No, they probably are pretty good because I thought that I was like, I don't know about these shoes, and then I put the, uh, I got the shoe. I was like, oh, they, they're kind of like new. Yeah, we like we got them all uh, specific for us, so it's a uh, it's good. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited, and we're growing tremendously. We've only been open since April of last year, mm-hmm. so it's it's a really good. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. so that's always good. And I was really scared to create something for myself mm-hmm. uh, that's like literally just like okay, Alicia, here here's all this money. Yeah, let you said you could do this shit. <laughs> now let's say you do so it. So you better do it. And I'm like, I. 
cool. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I'm doing if I can yeah. do all this shit. So it's it's amazing to see something uh, that I've created kind of come to fruition, no matter all the shit that's actually happened. And, and people respond and people respect it. So it's I'm just all I can ever ask for. I got to say, man, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so You got to turn you. the money in. You got to turn the money. So that was the thing, was turning passion into money, and that's how you create something mm-hmm. amazing for yourself. I'm so I don't okay. have like a bad day. The worst thing that happens to me is if I have to like sub multiple cycle classes, but then I'm like low key getting skinny. So oh my god, <laughs> I'm with that. So before we close out, um, this is my story for the week. Okay, you ready? Okay, it has nothing to do with you, but this is gonna be funny anyway. Oh god. Um, okay. So, <laughs> 2018, I'm opening for Bilal. This okay. Is my Bilal story. So basically what it is is, so I don't think you've heard any of my podcast yet, but like um, in the last couple of weeks, like I had this thing where I didn't have a guest. Yes. So I had to do an entire podcast by myself with Ryan here. And me and Ryan spoke for like three hours and then it ended up being like Fine. one of my most listened to listened to podcasts. Apparently. Okay. And then I had Grant um, last week. Um, Tell Grant to let me model for shoes for him. He was here like literally 30 minutes ankles. before you were here. I got sexy ankles. Though. Your ankles ain't more fire than mine, though. They are low-key fire. Then they're not. So what I decided was that since I have so many really cool stories mm-hmm. and funny stories, that I'm probably going to try to tell one each episode. Okay. So this better be amazing because the setup is. This real. is my this is my Bilal story. Okay? okay. So we're at Soundcheck. This is my second time opening for Bilal. Okay. Bilal says, um, Bilal is Bilal comes in. Comes into the venue, walks straight to the mic during sound check, and the band starts playing, and he just like kills it. Does this? He had his vocals plugged into a guitar pedal that made so basically the effects that the guitar pedal will do to a guitar, mm-hmm. it was doing it to his voice. Dope. So like that super reverb and shit, like this just. Oh, I was like, what the hell's going on? So. We go outside, me and my um, my keys player, Mike, we're sitting outside, and um, he walks out there. And if you've never met Bilal, if you've never really just I'm been around right. Bilal, Bilal might be the I just highest. just like how you say Bilal. Bilal might be the highest nigga ever. Bilal, 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 Bilal. Bilal. Yes. Bilal, Bilal. <laughs> Bilal. Yes. <laughs> Bilal. <laughs> Bilal. <laughs> Bilal. <laughs> Sucks on my phone. Sucks on my phone. So <laughs> Bilal walks out, and he's just kind of like staring off into space. And I said, hey, Bilal, man, what's going on, man? So you you went to uh, – y'all had a show in Dallas a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. So how was it? It was good, man. It was – that's how he it's sounds. Good. Yeah, he was like, it was good, man. That's how he like, well, that's how he sounds at any of his like interludes or whatever. Because he's high. Oh, okay. So, and I said, yeah, and you went to Austin too, right? He's like, yeah, yesterday. That's crazy. He's like, yeah, how was it? It was good. Well, you know, bitches ain't as fine as they used to be, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> And so me and Mike start ah, dying. They used to be. He said, he's like, I mean, he's just kind of looking at us like, I mean, they, they, they not. I mean, <laughs> bitches ain't as fine as they used to be, man. Hey, man, they, they that ain't. That had 
Yes, that was that, it's a shorter story than most. But I told the last story I told was the story of me um, at the Big Sean show, um, the very first Big Sean show at the um, the restaurant at House of Blues. Oh yes, I did that show. Yeah, yeah, and the guy. Damn, I did that show. Followed me around. Oh my god, I had a really cute outfit. Trying to get me to so do sorry. a. Um, he was trying to get me to do a feature with him at the studio. Yeah. And um and it was some nigga that we didn't know. I had boots on. I was so cute. And I was sitting across from Boudreaux, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy walks up to me and he puts his face like right here. He's like, "Yo, I'll do anything to get on." Say. <laughs> and I said, "What? <laughs> get your neck off me!" <laughs> I'm such a nigga. I just that's my first response to everything. No, nah, it was it was uh it was a traumatizing experience. So you can um you know, maybe you can oh cycle through that part. Yeah, it's a long story, but it's I was there for hilarious. that. That's funny. Yeah, I think we were all there for that. That was when everybody was still like doing shit and most of us were all like still cool and shit. Yeah, we were just all trying to figure it out. I was all like, I'm gonna do concerts for the rest of my life. And I was like, I'm gonna do concerts forever. Oh my gosh. But then I was like, I hate all y'all niggas. Yeah. Grant actually got uh kicked out of that show. Why? I don't know. Did I do something? No. And then he said you were the one that got him back in. Oh, probably. Because I fucked with Grant. Yeah, like they kicked him out and they um and they told him that if he wants to come back in because he left his bag in there because he yeah, has yeah. camera with him. And he's like, if you want to come back in and get your bag, you got to pay me $50. I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. Let me so, try to get, on, go, get over on the boy. Yeah, so. Um, um, yeah, man. Tell them where they can follow you. Oh, you can follow me at Awkward Yoga Girl. On all platforms, mm-hmm. um, I try to be active on social media, but, but I have not. actual shit to do. So sorry. Where do they but, find your schedule? Um, you can find my schedule at empowerfitnesslab.com. Um, you can follow them as well. We post all of our schedules on a daily basis. Uh, so definitely come check me out. Um, I will be teaching at Essence this year. Oh my gosh! Essence, yeah. Oh my god, Essence. Also, I have some retreats going. So I have retreats in Mexico at Estapa, Mexico. Talk That's about happening. it. In May, and then I also have a, a retreat to Costa Rica, um, and that's happening in July. So if you're like, man, I want to go travel a little bit, do a little yoga, have all everything all inclusive, uh, definitely come check that out. You can go to awkwardyogirl.com to check those out and come hang out with me. Go get awkward internationally with the real nigga. What's up? Hey, 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 Millie Rock hey, on any block. Hey. So when you do the retreats, like, do you do like yoga every day? Yes, we'll do uh, one to two practices a day, and then we'll have excursions, or you can go hang out, you can just chill. So, and then we'll will do like meditations, huh? Will it be candy coated excursions? Candy coated, <laughs> maybe, possibly. My if I have to retreat to, uh, you know, Ailey, dream candy coated excursions. Swing and bang, still gripping grain. Outside, baby. Yo, bounce out. Hey. <laughs> Booker T has on a vest with no shirt, <laughs> by the way. Because <laughs> his muscles couldn't be contained. Yeah, sure. Booker T has a vest with no shirt. We're going to go. No, he has a shirt on underneath it. Oh, he it's does. Like a sleeve but it's shirt. also a vest. <laughs> <laughs> I got a vest on. He got a vest over on a vest. vest. <laughs> I vested it up today. But he came in with he's, a trench wait, coat no, on. He's, he's invested. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that's so corny, <laughs> but it was good. Thank it you, was I appreciate good. it. It was good. Some people say I'm 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 really funny in classes, but I have I a few dad jokes on my uh, Instagram story today. Oh no, right. one of them is um, oh, you ever wonder why skeletons don't go on dates? 
because they have nobody to go with. Oh, hell, oh my God, I love that thing. I love it. That thing. All right. We are right, done man. for the day. Thank you so much. Oh, my Hope gosh. I didn't uh, keep you for too long. I normally keep my guests for way longer than they thought they were going to be here. Yeah, it's so, fine, um, though. I ain't got shit else to do. It was do. very informative. I think everyone's going to love this show. Um, Hopefully, your, y'all just come see me because it's just like this all the time. Who are your Super Bowl picks for tomorrow? Um, I don't care because whoever loses, whoever got residents in Houston, I'm going to see y'all niggas later. Hey-o. So you better, you better win, Hey-o. nigga, because I'm going to talk. See, that's the thing about athletes. I be talking hella shit because then I be talking. I be like, they be like, I don't want to do this shit. I be like, hey, nigga, that's why your Russians fucking suck, nigga. Like, <laughs> that's why you <laughs> That's why JJ Watt better than you, ho. Like, yeah, you lucky. And then one time you dropped that bitch. Because <laughs> your you hands got, and shoulders was all tight and shit. You got trucked. <laughs> Remember that one time? Should have been working on your Shavasa. And I'd be like, mm, mm, you better squat a little more, nigga. You got, nigga, that nigga ran you over, B. You was in a child's pose. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga called you a happy baby, ho. Ooh, got your bitch. Got exactly. your bitch. Yeah, so. Um, I'm going to say Rams only because I hate the Patriots. Not because I hate the Patriots. Well, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about the Patriots. Robert Kraft was dancing with Cardi B today. That sounds on fun. On stage. That sounds fun. He's the owner of the Patriots. I don't know if that makes it better. Is I, that- think, I think that means they're going to win. Um, They probably will. I just like the Rams new blood to kind of come win and change it all up. You Rams know? are good. Rams the only people team. I actually hate with intention, and <clears> I still don't really know why, is Dallas Cowboys. I just... Oh, the Dallas Cowboys are like... um. There's a there's a um a parallel between Dallas Cowboy fans and uh, people who love the Confederate flag so much. Oh wow! Because Confederate, not saying that all Cowboys fans are racist, but um they tough. fly the flag of people that lost all oh, the time, <laughs> so much, true. and they have so much pride. Yeah, so much pride over these. Like bam, the flag. That flag is trash. Like, yeah. y'all niggas lost. So, wait, I'm going to tell you, like, I was kind of overwhelmed with Christmas and a lot of things are happening. Mm-hmm. And so I went to my best friend's getting married yeah. and she had to, we go get, to, go, went to go get her bridal gown, right? Went to bridal shop in Dallas. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is going to be my first time getting a little vacation. Let me go in, da, 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 have some fun, right? We go in, like, when I tell you, we literally get, like, drunk most of this fucking weekend. Yeah. And so the Dallas, this is the Dallas game where their last game in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so I'm at a, like, a day party mm-hmm. in Dallas. <laughs> and everybody's like, you're a cowboy. One, I, I, like, I've just always hated the cowboys. Right. So I was like, okay, let me drink. And I'm trying to figure, get my life back together. You know, I'm just trying to figure mm-hmm. out what I need to do to get out of this little funk I'm in. Yeah. And turns out all I need to do was get drunk as fuck at like two o'clock in the afternoon and, and be like, the fuck the cowboys <laughs> when niggas is already fucking up. It was the greatest thing ever. I was like, hey, yo, fuck the cowboys. And then they couldn't say shit because they were they losing. losing. Ah. And I was like, oh, you niggas suck. And I, just have, I just remember, I just remember over me just like having a bottle just shaking like, ah, you niggas suck. Ice time, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only person in the, I remember getting dirty looks from a lot of people, oh, but man. I just like, and all I know is that we got super drunk and I woke up the next morning and I felt refreshed and I felt the greatest Absolutely. I've ever felt. So thank you, Cowboys, for losing like you always should. And <laughs> and thank you. And, you know, thank you. Thank you, Crown Apple. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Crown Apple. <laughs> Cut us a check, Crown Apple. <laughs> thank uh, you for Crown Apple for just being you, man. Man, thank you so much for coming. I enjoyed it. Well, thank uh, you for having me. Um, you but should you, do a podcast. You should do like um, your own podcast. 
yeah, uh, people think I should, a lot of people say I should do a podcast. People say I should do stand-up because I'm funny sometimes. I'm more situ- situationally funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like. A podcast is cool because you don't have to do stand-up if you don't want to because you can do all your, you can tell all your funny shit. I'll the, just be talking about, I would think, I feel like I would have no point. I would just be talking. I'll be your co-host. All right. Well, then that would just be your show. No, it would just be, I would let <laughs> you would do all doing the shit that you do. Right fucking now. Yo. <laughs> In case you didn't know, we could. that would just be this on yeah, a daily But then it would just be basis. you and then like the 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 adventures of. Adventures of Aqua Yo Girl? I have yeah. a lot of random shit I could talk about. Absolutely. We uh, could do that. And then I could just, you know, be that's the. That's fine. I could be the second mic. Oh my gosh. That'd be cool. That'd be wonderful. That's we'll fine. work it out. All right, man, we can figure that out. I'm let me use this studio, though. <laughs> Hey, 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 we might start a. We should start a network. Hey man, I'd be hilarious. B. We should start a network. The Gems and Juice podcast is here. That's your show. So, uh, subscribe to the Gems and Juice podcast um, with Ryan Rocket, Figgy, and um, Jazz, Jazz and, and Jazz. I'm sorry, Jazz. Yeah. Um, I forgetting Jazz. Subscribe man. to uh, the ESG Ryan Rocket, and Rocket ES, show. the ESG and Rocket show. Uh, we also got. A shout out on the Houston Chronicle the other day. I did saw you see that? that? Um, Houston Chronicle did a write up about some of the uh, podcasts in the city. Oh, um, cool! And I'm be on that hoe. Let's go, then. Shoot, let they do that thing. Um, Slim Thug, the Connect got uh, got some recognition. So shout out to the Connect. Um, uh, Wait, my guy Saman, the Nostalgia mixtape. He uh, Slim Thug has a podcast. Yeah, he does. Dog, I gotta slip to the other people's podcasts. I literally just listened to like leadership, yoga. Meditation. The Connect and podcast. Joe Rogan. The, the Connect <laughs> podcast is strictly for niggas. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, because they like the same conversations that Slim has on a regular basis. Those are the conversations he's having. He's on. been having like I haven't seen him that much, but the conversation that I've just been around has been interesting. Yeah, he's. I mean, him, Rico, and um, OG Shy, like that. That that show is dope. Um, so who else was on it? Uh, like I said, some man from the Nostalgia mixtape, uh, um, some man Ashrawi. That's one of like my favorite yes. people of all time. He like, is. He really is one of my favorite people. I'm so proud of him. Yes, I am too, man. I love that guy. Shout out to um, everybody. So, you know, shout out to everybody in the South by Southwest heyday. We oh, was out, man. We, we was out here just like doing the most. We was doing out. the most, but it was it was so great because it was just it was all of us just having so much fun and, and we were lot. all we were drinking a lot but we were always like <laughs> we all had like passion. We were like yeah, yeah, nah. We like yeah. he was like I'm going to get this video shit off the ground. I'm going to get everything mm-hmm. I need to do. Everybody's mm-hmm. like Les was like I'm going to get this rapid shit off the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's like we were all just finding our little niche except mm-hmm. the fact that I left all that shit and went to yoga. But yep. we all found that and it was just kind of like it was like some of the best times ever. And what, what one of the common things is uh about the common thread to all of it is that all of the people that are doing great now or um, making strides now are people that just didn't stop. Yeah. So even if even if it was just like you switching gears and going and, and finding a different passion, like you just didn't stop. Yeah, it was, so, just, it was a, it's just events and getting people to listen to me be bossy. Yes. I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, all the people that stopped, I never seen anymore. <laughs> I don't like, really want to see him. No, you yeah. probably see him, but they probably like at the club hey, and buying a sexy, hey, wearing a dress from Fashion House. No offense to Fashion House. Yeah, I never, I, I've never I, been. I'm rapping now. No, um, yeah, man. So shout out to the 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 OG South by Southwest Hey Dares. Uh, we still out here. We still getting it in. I love you all. Um, oh are you going to South by this year? Um, working on it. They wanted me to do a trap yoga and tacos out there. Uh, it's just. 
January is a lot for fitness, so I'm trying to like get all that together. If I can do it, I can swing it, I can get it, and maybe like a pop up. But I don't even know who's going out there. That's a whole other thing. I'll be out there. Well, you, yeah, clearly. But I mean, there was a couple of years I skipped. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna there. see. I'm gonna see what's. I'm gonna see what's popping. I'm gonna see what it do. I'm gonna see what it do, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I may I have to go ahead and drop me stay on you, ho. You know what I'm saying? Already. All right. Again, thank you so much. This is uh, the Jack of All Trades podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You need a jingle. We Jack is of all done. Trades. <laughs> <laughs> Them crackers. <laughs> Jack of all trades. <laughs> no, that's Jack. Yeah. Just Jack. <laughs> oh my God. All right. <laughs> you better not hear that shit on the next podcast. Uh, no, no, it's going not, on. You better it's not going on there. Though. It's going on. Ooh, I'm asking royalties, nigga. Okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We out. Enjoy your freaking day. Bye. Bye.